Hello? What's up, Playboy? Hey. Oh, goodness. What's Man, up? the volume on this thing always gets me. It scares the shit out of me every it's time. It's like, at the beginning, it's super loud, but then it yep. somehow evens itself out, which is great. You know, you yeah. want that. Oh, yeah. It's just every time I'm like, oh, shit. Adjust, adjust. All right. Oh, back from vacation. Yep, back from vacation. Here we are. Unfortunately. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, so, L.A. was fun. But, wow, I don't know how people navigate that place. Like, how do you survive in L.A.? I don't know. I've, I've only been to L.A. once. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like it that much. I liked when I got outside of it. Okay. Um, you know, because there were people live. I don't remember exactly where they were living. Uh, the surrounding area. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. Been, it's been quite a few years. Because I think I was like sixteen. Okay. No, 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 no. It was a couple years after that. It was like nineteen. Mm. Uh, but yeah, still like. I, I remember going through there and being like, oh, I don't know about this. Yeah, I, I absolutely don't know about it. I liked my time there. It was fun to get away. Um, I guess I'll just go into it then. So basically, went to L.A., uh, vacation, had to get away, all that stuff. Um, we stayed at an Airbnb. And mm-hmm. it, was, it was nice once you got inside. Uh, <laughs> so that whole thing that I was talking about a couple weeks ago with the toy district and Skid Row and how folks are saying, oh, yeah, Skid Row's not really Skid Row anymore. Don't worry about it. Lies. Fucking lies. Those people deserve to be shamed because Skid Row is very much still Skid Row. Oh, I did not tell you that. Like, I was like, buddy, yeah. you're going to get murdered. <laughs> I was the worst friend ever when I lo- was looking up that place. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> no, you were a good friend because you were trying to warn me away from danger. So I want to preface it with this. I absolutely mean no disrespect to the homeless population of L.A. I'm going to tell some truths about what I saw out there. And I want folks to know that I, I sincerely do. I, I do, I feel bad about what they're going through. It's terrible. Um, just talking to some of the people that I encountered there, um, you know, the, the homeless population is still greatly affected by, uh, what happened when the, um, the mental health institutions were shut down back under Reagan's watch, you know, and a lot of them are still having those conversations with themselves. But, I mean, when I say there were homeless people everywhere in downtown L.A., yeah, I mean, literally, everywhere you went, there yeah. was a homeless individual there. Um, and they wanted to interact with you. Um, yeah. It smelled like pee, like mm-hmm. nonstop. And I'm not exaggerating. I'm not like, you know, going, oh, yeah, you know, there were a couple times where it just kind of smelled like pee around. No, I mean, from start to finish. Yeah. In L.A., it smelled like urine. If it didn't smell like urine, it smelled like poop because there was poop on the ground as well. (laughs) Yeah, that was something that one of my friends, like she was with with her girlfriend uh, at the time and they went to Paris and she was like, she stepped in human shit. Like, it's just like, Oh my God. 
God. Yeah, I couldn't oh, believe that. And, you know, this is this is a fine time that I should actually welcome new listeners because, as I'll get to <laughs> in the story, something really Look, cool. if you're starting here, uh, I got news for you. This is our show. This is, this is how the show goes. If you want some of that nice stuff that you heard me talk about while in L.A. for the folks that I met there, go back to the last episode where we gave our top five candy bar countdown. That's safe. Yeah, that's a good one to start with. Yeah, and let's come back to this <laughs> and uh, welcome welcome to the jungle. That's a good jumping on point. So yeah. um, back to L.A. I, uh, you know, we, we went to some great eateries out there. Uh, eateries, what am I? Uh, we went to some, we ate some great food while we were out there. One, oh. of, one of our missions while we were there was to find some fantastic nachos because we have been on a nacho hunt for the majority of the summer. And we have not gotten satisfaction until we went to Happy Taco. Let me tell you how good Happy Taco was. Happy Taco was so good that I left my wallet there by accident. Dolores is in the living room doing a praise dance right now because I'm talking Mm -hmm. about Happy Taco. She is like... (laughs) And I know that you lost your wallet because we quickly learned that we are still very codependent, even though... You were on vacation because we weren't messaging each other a lot, and yet we were interacting on social media and yes. basically doing bits. Yeah. <laughs> so, of course, as the as the popular uh, Tribe Called Quest song goes, I left my wallet in El Segundo. I was close. Mm-hmm. I left my wallet in Pasadena. That's adjacent. Um, yeah, you know, it's, it's around that area. So, Happy Taco. Oh, man. Oh, my God. So, like, the nachos were fantastic. They actually. By the used- way, I have a nacho recipe type of thing that's Ooh. weird but delicious <laughs> I might have to share that with the patreon listeners yeah. um so okay so yeah it was it was like nachos the way you dream about fantastic meaty mm-hmm. delicious they didn't put fucking lettuce on there for some reason <laughs> um they had tacos, oh no my my recipe is all lettuce it's oh, actually it's, a salad <laughs> this is all lettuce there's no yeah. nachos whatsoever. that's the chip <laughs> It's just a, it's a way to trick me into eating salad. A, I knew it. It's a I hunk it. of iceberg. Yeah. <laughs> it's got the crunch, man. I don't know what you're complaining about. You know, instead of nacho cheese, we use balsamic vinaigrette. That's all. You know, yeah. No big. You, you know, you don't even notice. It's fine. Yeah. No biggie. So, <laughs> so yeah, we had some pretty good places around there. We went to this place called, uh, I'm, I'm going to mispronounce it, Ace Gogi. Yeah. So Ace Gogi, it was a, um, a pretty cool, uh, Korean, a barbecue restaurant, you know, the kind where you like cook your meat at your table and stuff like that. But what's great about this place is we saw it on one of Jack, Jack Black's, uh, YouTube videos. Uh, they they have a secret pinball room in the back. They don't let everybody back there. You got to ask about it. And if they're in the mood and if there's nothing going on, they will let you go check out this epic pinball collection. And when I say epic, I mean, pinball prohibition. It is just, it's, it's lovely. They have a bar back there too. So I'm sure they have like private parties back there, but apparently the owner is like a big pinball nerd. So he collects, uh, hard to find pinball machines and they were just glorious. But I'm bearing the lead. The best thing that happened while I was out there was I went to go see, uh, Kevin Smith and Mark Bernardin do Fat Man Beyond live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You did. Not only that, but I gifted them a couple of our uh, exclusive mugs that we usually only say for our, our Patreon subscribers. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they, they're the first to actually get those mugs without being us or Patreon contributors. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, 
that was really cool to hear him say to hear Kevin Smith say the name of the podcast. That was really he cool. He was reading the mug. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and it let me know that even someone who was baked out of their mind can still read that font. So I was glad to see that. That was yes. pretty great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah it was, it was I, a good time. Uh, I actually weirdly woke up at like five in the morning that yep. night. But it's one of those things, and I happened to check my phone, and then I was wired for another like two hours. But yeah, <laughs> I kind of envy you because you just like woke up to seeing like Kevin Smith on our timeline holding our mug. Like that's got to be pretty cool, you know? Yeah, it was weird. It was very. <laughs> I, I didn't quite understand everything until I woke up officially, like after I went back to sleep for another hour and got up, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so that was that was cool because I mean most people were there. Um, for those not familiar with Fat Man Beyond, it's basically just a, a geek podcast where Kevin Smith, who you know, and Mark Bernardin, who's a, a Hollywood writer and has done all kind of crazy things throughout his career, um, they talk about pop culture, nerd culture, that sort of thing. You know, stuff coming up, projects they're working on. Sometimes uh, they they recently announced a uh, Masters of the Universe uh, animated show. For Netflix, yeah. and they That's got That's He-Man, to, right? Wait, uh, no. Yeah, exactly. Yes, it okay. Is, yeah. yeah, yeah. that always confused me as a kid, too. I'm like, why don't they just call the show He-Man? But I guess there was some yeah. weird copyright thing, but whatever. Um, yeah, so they talked about that a little bit, and then, of course, they have a Q&A segment where they answer questions from the audience while autographing stuff that people bring to get signed, you know, like copies of mm-hmm. clerks and posters and stuff like yeah. that. Um, and they usually, like, give prizes to people who ask the best questions so i uh they called on me to ask a question great oh thank you you know and for those that want to hear that go check it out it's on youtube and uh of course uh on your favorite podcatcher just like us uh fat man beyond is the podcast but yeah i got the prize package and i got like a, a a baseball cap and i got like um a sign poster from them and this jar for keeping quote unquote tea uh, fresh. I saw that and I was like, I want that tea jar. I want to use that for tea. <laughs> yeah, it's not for tea. Like shit. I want that. I know, but I would actually use it for tea. Yeah, and there was there was um something kind of behind the scenes a little bit. Like they also give you two tickets to this great like movie theater experience called 4D where the chair Did shakes. You end up and, uh, no, because that was actually like our last full day there. So there okay. was a, were there you was able a, to give them to someone? Yeah, I was going to say, like, there was an audience member who was there. It was a young lady and, and her date. And, like, she was very, very into being there and wanted to ask a question and everything. And she was even kind enough to loan me a pen to write my question down for submission. She didn't get called on. So I'm like, you know, here, you know, thank you for yeah. the pen and, you know, go ahead and enjoy the show on us. She didn't quite, like, process it right away, but... Her boyfriend did. He's like, oh, thank you so much. And then finally she's like, oh, okay, thank you. Like, All right. You know? <laughs> I've definitely seen that where people can't quite understand kindness. Yeah. We've all done yeah. It's weird. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I try to give people the benefit of the doubt in cases like that because you did just see, like, your your hero, Kevin Smith, and everything. Yeah. Because, like I said, she was, like, super geeked to be there. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's just processing everything. That's yeah, all it was. Yeah. And the bar is, like, sensory overload, too. It's called the Scum and Villainy Cantina, and it's made to look like the cantina out of Star Wars. Not a lot of, like, Star Wars merch and that sort of thing hanging around, but just modeled to look like the actual set. No TVs, nothing like that there. Yeah, um, it's cool looking It really the video. is, yeah. And there's always, like, fog coming down from the ceiling, so. 
Yeah. Yeah. Just it made me think of that one time I had the, this was more recently, but I had the drive through thing where the person in front of you pays for it. Yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, that yeah. Like, pay it forward thing. Uh-huh. And like, so I pulled up and I'm get I got my credit card out because it was Starbucks. I was like, here. And they're like, no, no, no. They, they paid for it. It was a pay it forward thing. And I was like, uh, uh, okay. And then left. <laughs> <laughs> I broke the chain because I didn't know what was going on. That made me think. So I was like, what is that scenario that I've been in where I was like, I can't process someone doing something and I don't understand what's going on. That is the exact same thing that happened to me. So the girl who you gave the 40 tickets to, yeah. she was just going, what? And then driving away. That was her. <laughs> that was her moment. <laughs> and that's perfectly OK. But I'm glad they, yeah. they got to a local, basically. Yeah. So yeah. that was cool. So that was basically my, my trip to L.A. You know, um, we had a good time, like I said, and uh, I'm, I'm glad to be home. Cause there was yeah, enough... do you feel like like good, like you got away good, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I you know, we were still, like, moving and shaking the whole time. But, you know, there's a difference between, like, being somewhere where you don't have to worry about, like, going to work the next day and, you know, just doing your daily routine versus just like, okay, we're going to wake up when we feel like it. And if we miss something, whatever, there's probably one thing we have to do today and it's not that big a deal. So, Oh, that is, you are a vacation person. Like I am a vacation person, which is (laughs) I will plan things. There are things I want to do, but if I just want to fucking sleep in this comfy bed, I'm just going to sleep in this comfy bed. And you know what? We made that choice a couple of times. There was a, a keep list that we kept adding to in the weeks uh-huh. uh, going on, going into the trip. And we got a lot of that stuff checked off. But there were some times we called them audible. Like one of the fails that we had was, um, and this is on me. <laughs> this is completely on me. No, no, uh, you know, grief towards the, the, the place or anything like that. We decided to drive to Santa Monica and just kind of like drive along the coast all the way up to Malibu. Which was a great drive. Beautiful, everything that you've heard about in all the songs over the years, of course. Um, I decided to make a little detour to Sony Santa Monica, the folks that developed the God of War games. Okay. That place is locked down like Fort Knox. So Yeah. <laughs> so just to, to give you a little background on that, like, um, I don't know if you and I were really talking that tough back then, but I was able to basically charmed my way into double fine a few years ago uh in san francisco i believe um just because i showed up with like two boxes of donuts from this really great donut place i got there i gave him to the front desk the, the lady at the front desk and then tim schaefer just walked in right after us and was like hey let me give you the tour like okay you know yeah that doesn't really happen that's a that's a fluke that was for, definitely for sure. a fluke especially you know with everything going on these days um and yeah. of course, the the God of War fans being a little bit more aggressive than the Double Fine fans usually would be. Uh-uh. Um, but the reason I wanted to go was because you know I've seen pictures of the place online. They have this giant like Kratos like shrine in the lobby, and I wanted to oh, get a picture okay. of that or just see it in person or something, you know. Um, that kind of sucks that they don't at least have the lobby open. Yeah, but I mean the way that their their park is built, it's like it's like one of those business parks, right? So there's a mm-hmm. lot of different like studios working in that area, mm-hmm. and they don't really have um, space to facilitate visitors. So if people were yeah. just coming there just for that, it would probably interfere with the workflow, not just for them but the other parties that work there too. So I, I get yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was just hoping. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> I mean, sometimes that stuff's worth a try. Exactly. You never know. You know, and plus we got a nice trip out of it, and we got a nice drive out of it. I like driving on vacation, you know? Yeah. So that's kind of cool that we got to see all of that I beautiful I like scenery. someone else driving. Um, <laughs> I mean, I like look, because when I'm driving, I'm not really taking things in. I'm, fo- I'm so focused on the road and everything. Yeah, yeah. I just I'm not like to- a... Uh, <laughs> looking around person when I'm driving other I'm, than looking for cars to I'm not kind of weird. Like I, I like getting the vibe of the place I'm at, kind of like learning the street a little bit and just kind of like learning my way around there and seeing the, um, you know, the hills and, and the mountains just kind of come up over yeah. the horizon and stuff like that. It's still like really cool to me. And I'm sure oh, yeah. that, and I'm, to be fair, I'm kind of a backseat driver too. So even if I'm like sitting in the passenger seat, I'm going to be like kind of like gripping the door a little bit. Like, oh man, I would have changed lanes at this point. You know, like I'm, I'm terrible. Yeah. I'm awful with that. But... I'm not that way with most people. Uh-huh. Um, it depends on the person who's driving. Uh, if it's someone who is my peer, I'm usually not okay. Mm. If it's someone I consider an adult, <laughs> I'm usually okay. So my brother, I'm okay. My sister-in-law, I'm okay. My dad, like, and then it kind of, the list kind of narrows. I was fine with you. I didn't feel weird with you driving. (laughs) That's good. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I know I, yeah, I drive a little crazy sometimes, but with D, I'm uh, I'm usually okay. You know, I'm usually okay with D. Um, Uber drivers, it's just, to paraphrase that old Seinfeld joke, it's like, oh, I guess I'm in the back of this cab. You know, everything's going to be fine. Doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, what you been up to? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have, I don't have, like, all the stories and stuff currently. Stuff. Like, you, you, you started school. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I did. I'm in a mood. I'm just in a mood. I go through <laughs> I go through phases of like, God, this is, I mean, okay. So we're just podcasting. So it's like, yeah, you know, you can be honest with feelings and stuff like that. I'm just Absolutely. in a really lonely mood. A lonely and that's, mood? That, yeah, I go through this every once in a while where I'm like, everyone in the world has everything figured out and everything they want. And I'm never going to have those things. And that's just my mode right now. And it'll pass. And it's it's a thing where you just go, you just become introspective. And you're just kind of in that place. Mm -hmm. And then it passes. And life moves on. And you're okay. But it's just, I'm in that mode. So it's kind of like, it's difficult for me. Because I'm like, all right. Well, yay. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a a thing. I go, I go through every once in a while. Can I tell you, I, I feel like moments like that are, are kind of important, too, because when something great does come down the pike towards you, then you can appreciate yeah. it even more. It's I, I think I've talked about this before publicly. I don't know if I talked about it hmm. on here. I can't remember. Um, but it's the I don't you've probably felt. I mean, it's probably been quite a few years for you, but uh, the you're alone on New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah. Thing. Yeah. And you go, I'm going to be alone on New Year's Eve next year, too. Mm. That feeling. Is it like that, a FOMO thing? Like a, a fear of missing out? No, it's more romantic loneliness right oh, now. Oh, I got you. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things I'm at a new school. I don't know anyone. It's just weird. Like, 
you know, mm-hmm. you eat lunch alone and stuff like that. So mm. it's just, it's just, it's natural. It's all okay. Like it's, I'm fine. It's just things that happen in life. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. I think that that'll change quickly. Um, because you're a likable person. And I'm not just saying this because, oh, you know, hey, Lex is down. I'm going to try to cheer her up. But like, you're, you're an engaging person. And once people see your personality, then they'll gravitate towards you. Yeah. I've been told that. <laughs> I don't, it's one of those things you don't see the things in yourself mm-hmm. that other people see. So I just see myself as very awkward. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, that's, hey, look. <laughs> That's my brand, okay? Yeah, yeah. I see you as very awkward too. That's yeah, why. hell yeah. That's. <laughs> I look at it like this. You know how we started talking, you and me, because I messaged you on Facebook by mistake one day. <laughs> like that's. Wait, 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 wait. I don't remember that. You don't remember I that? Remember, no, no, no. I remember us becoming Facebook friends because. I specifically remember you saying something jokingly about being black. Oh, yeah. And at the time, you had a profile picture that was like, you know, black guaranteed or something like that. It was some sort of Oh, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. It was a a bag of socks that I purchased, and it had a sticker on there that says, stays black, wash after wash. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, it does. And And I saw that. So I, that's all I knew about you. And then I knew that Joe knew you and that you were a good guy or whatever. And I was like, wait, Matt, you're black. <laughs> and then two seconds later, there was a friend request. <laughs> so I was like, all right, I guess I'll do something. You. I remember that. That was fun. But like, no, I'm talking yeah. about like when we really started, like, you know, like talking on a daily basis, like I had yeah, messaged I you because I was at the post office. I remember I was in the post office. I was going to mail something to somebody and I was like, Hey, what's your address? And you just gave me your address. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's shocking that I just gave you my address. Right. I must have already trusted you quite a bit because I am very scared of being murdered. <laughs> and I was surprised. I'm like, okay, uh, my bad, but that sure. That I'm very stupid. Like, that. that's too trusting. You should not be that trusting. And I think I sent you something. Out. I think I sent you something anyway. Just like, all right, well, <laughs> let's keep this party going. Yeah, you probably did. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, but those are good times. Like, um, but that's that our, awkwardness. Our whole relationship is an accident. Yeah. So. I mean, that's everybody. Yeah. <laughs> All the cool people. We had a we had a meet cute, you know. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> yep, in, in traditional '90s fashion, we had a meet cute. Um, like that, this is all. I, I I actually think there's a lot of value in talking about things like. I don't think people talk about things like this. Like where hmm. you're like, God, I'm, I'm lonely. Like because people don't say that because it makes them look like bad in some way or we have that in our minds that it's mm. a bad thing and i'm like this is a normal fucking human emotion like Absolutely. it's a thing that everyone has felt in their lives every person who's ever existed every ancestor that you have every human has felt this so right. you know you just have to go okay this is a part of existence and it's not gonna be that way forever 
You know, social media adds to that a little bit, too. I mean, yeah. just because you see pictures of your friends hanging out, doing something, oh, yeah. going to get something to eat. And they're partnered up, and they're or they're going on these amazing trips to L.A. and then not inviting me. <laughs> and <laughs> yes, there's that. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I, I totally, yeah, I'm sure that if you look at study, I'm sure there's some studies that show that we're, you know, we feel more isolated and lonely and all that because of our social media presence, whatever. Yeah, no, for sure. And, and like I was getting that, it's just because you see your friends taking pictures and going out and doing things and not thinking to invite you or it just wasn't a situation where you could have been there or just some random happenstance, you know, um, they really say that people can only like juggle five serious relationships at a time, you know? Yeah. And it reminds me of the T-Mobile like Fave Five thing. <laughs> like it was a yeah. big deal. <laughs> who, who you put in your Fave Five. Um, but yeah, it's just like nobody means any harm by it, of course. It's just yeah, a yeah. matter of you only have so much of you that you can spread out, you yeah. know? Yeah, and it's not a it's not a thing it's not even a thing that beyond like if you needed therapy for it or something like if it's bad enough it's not even a thing that someone can tell you you know okay here's the fix or here's what you need to do or whatever people will try yeah. but at the end of the day you just have to kind of get through it and maybe change things up and you know see what yeah, happens exactly. Exactly. I mean, you know, so I'm on grinder now. It's not working out well. I think they, I got the wrong thing. Okay. Is that no? Okay. I don't know. I think <laughs> I think grinder is going to give you too much of what you don't want. Like that. It is a hundred percent not what I wanted, and I don't understand it. That's anyway. the wrong. Yeah, no, that's the wrong. I think pond. I made a mistake, guys. <laughs> I just wanted a delicious sandwich, and it's not giving me sandwiches at all. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I thought this was grinders and hoagies. I don't. <laughs> what is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> well, you want a sloppy joe's? Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. So anyway, yeah. so I started school. That's fun. That's good. There's a hurricane coming. <laughs> yeah, like uh, I know you. you if we don't, guys, if we don't show. have an episode, if we don't have an episode next week, it's because I don't have power. We will let you know on social media, but that's. Yeah. That's the only scenario where we wouldn't, you know, record next week. I will let you know on social media because you may not be able to let anybody know on social media. Like, I, I mean, remember, I'll be able to trust you. Last time you had issues like a big hurricane come through, um, like you had deck chairs in the pool and stuff like that. And I was That's concerned. Gonna happen yeah. They just gravitate. That's just well, because it's wind. You just yeah. have to do that. That's it, and that's normal. Like that's not a, a big deal. Okay. Uh, or put them in the garage, whatever the situation may be. Um, this one, it's probably just going to be for us mostly wind and rain because it looks like it's going to come across on the east coast of Florida. We're on the west coast of Florida. We're on the Gulf side, so it's going to break up a lot as it goes through land. So, yeah. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. I, 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 I'm not super concerned. I started to feel a little bit anxious earlier mm-hmm. um, because I saw like, oh, it's escalating a bit. But like when I get that way, I kind of check in with my dad and I'm like, hey, dad, uh, so this thing is coming. Can you let me know if I should be concerned? <laughs> and he's yeah. like, no, 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 no,
no, you shouldn't be concerned. You're okay. 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 Yeah. Because I don't. Yeah. They I, had I'm, to be canceled classes or anything. So. Well, that's a good read too. Like if they're making yeah. you come to school. Yeah, <laughs> Especially in college. Now, yeah. As of now, it's it's not canceled. It's going to be. I mean, mm. it's just a precaution. It's like snow where they're like, we don't want you driving in, even if it's not as bad as we think it's going to be. That's fair. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah, they're saying, um, according to the Farmer, Farmer's Almanac, this is going to be one of the worst winters uh, in recent history. So, um, batten down the hatches, all that good stuff. Yeah, you'll deal with ice and all that, and snow and all that in a few months. I dealt with uh, with uh, hurricane season. Yeah, so. you know, that's, you know, equivalent exchange, as they say in Flamelopolis. Yeah, I don't really worry about it until I should. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I fucking worry. Yeah, like you read about. Oh, that's how it rules with me. <laughs> you got that's a lot well. going on, Lex. <laughs> you, got, you got a little I, bit going on I, over there. I don't, I don't want to worry you, but I might be in a weird place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit. Either, either mentally or physically, you may be in a weird place next week. Yeah, yeah. Gonna, oh man, well, like a full wizard of Oz up in this shit. As as much as I can be, I am here for you. So whatever you need, and of course, you know, our listeners appreciate you uh, being honest about that and just being an open book and everything and on that note welcome to lex and matt's excellent adventure (laughs) (laughs) sometimes the adventure is full of vacation and sometimes it's full of crippling loneliness you know you never know what you're gonna get you never know what you're gonna get that's a shitty box of chocolates anyway um yeah, sometimes you don't get the episode intro until like a half hour in. So I'm Matt Peters. I'm so still, I don't understand why we even bother with intros anymore. You either know or you don't. Either like, you know, you don't, yeah. man. <laughs> Those are the choices. That's right. Um, somewhere, somehow, whether it be an audio or um, oh, bless you, Bill sneezed. Whether it be audio or whether it be text, I'm going to review. This Banana Splits movie sent to us by Warner Brothers Home Media. Oh. Uh, wow. It's uh, it's what you Is expect. bananas? <laughs> oh, Bingo's got the sneezies. Um, it's bananas. They're not in pajamas, but man, it, it is bananas. Oof. Yeah. It, it looked really bad in a good way. Well, was it bad in a good way or was it bad, bad? <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a little preview. Like I, I feel yeah. like... This is going to be like my first slasher film um for for some younger teens. It's it's got that it's got a good entry level for gore and horror. If you're if you're wanting to see if your kid can handle that or if they're going to be into that sort of genre, this is probably a good jumping on point. Kid? What kid? What I know. what age are you talking? Is it R-rated? It is rated R, but I'm guessing like, okay, so if you have a 13-year-old kid and it's like, all right, I don't want you watching fucking Saw yet, but I want to see how you are with horror movies. And usually, yeah, there's a lot of banging in those too. Well, guess what? This is not, this does not contain any see, hooking up. I say go just for Halloween. Go straight up for the original Halloween because like it's got yeah. titties and stuff, but they're good. Like, it's, <laughs> it's got titties, but they're good titties. Um, it's the classic seventies titties. Like it's it's, it's good. 
It's tasteful titties. Tasteful titties. Oh man. God, I wish I could name the episode that, but it's I, not. You good. know, I was gonna say we've we've been we've been out there for these last few episodes. Our number one no, episode this month. In. Yeah, our number one episode this month was the one that we called <laughs> "Why Do White People Hate Watermelon." Yeah. And I think people just click on that because they're curious, like, oh shit, I'm going to be upset with this. But no. You act as if that's not planned in my brain. Exactly. So, um. Yeah, yeah I think Halloween this... is actually the perfect slasher. I would agree with you, except for the fact that, like, horror movies have come so far as far as pacing goes. I feel like Scream really broke the trope of the horror film. Yeah, but if you. Why, if you if they haven't seen Scream, yeah, that's the thing. Like but you I'm don't just show them about Scream it. first. Yeah, no, but I'm not talking about Scream as far as like, oh well, you know, this is like the top of the line horror movie. I'm just saying like that that kind of took the piss out of the genre. But yeah, definitely. What I, but and as I love far as Scream, I do too. Way. But as far yeah. as media is concerned, period, like pacing for films has changed so much since Halloween. Yeah, that. That could be perceived as boring. I mean, I remember when I was a kid and I was trying to watch like 2001 A Space Odyssey and I'm like, this is fucking shit. I like, got it's news so for you. That boring. shit's always been boring. But Halloween, <laughs> I would argue the pacing is decent. And I totally understand what you're saying because I've watched older films and I have gone, this is a classic. This is boring as shit. Yeah. But Halloween, I think, holds up. As far as pacing is concerned, when's the last time you watched it? I watched it a couple of years ago. Yeah, I watch it like every year on Halloween. Like, <laughs> okay. It, it's okay. that kind of ritual for me because I love it that much. Yeah. Never yeah. ever bring up the Rob Zombie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I like the new one though, the Jamie Lee Curtis uh, sequel, oh, whatever return. that new one was called. Yeah. Yeah, that one was good, and I'm excited they're making two more of those. So wow. you know, I like those. Or I like the first one. I don't know if I like the future ones, but I like yeah, I I like the first older uh, action female action stars and final girls are coming back in a big bad mm-hmm. way between Jamie Lee Curtis and yeah, and um, oh my goodness, I can't think of her name. I just had it in my head. It's gone. It's gone. Okay. Wow, it's with me too. Give yeah, me Sarah Connor Stop. is back. <laughs> Linda Linda Hamilton is back as Sarah Connor. That's that's so dope. I love it. Is there another one too? Was was Ripley gonna come back? Is she gonna do it again, or is that not, that's just me making something up? Oh, Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. Well, I feel like she didn't die off in that Avatar movie, did she? Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, it's been too long. I, I cannot tell you a single plot point of that movie <laughs> except for they fucked with the antennas. <laughs> Yeah, they had it some type like, of weird USB. It was USB. like an extension cord. Yeah. Just... yeah. <laughs> well, it was like a USB cable because I had to keep flipping it around to get it in just right. Yeah. Oh, man, that was weird. So, yeah, all right. No, that's, how they, that's not weird to me because that's how they explained sex in Christian school. Just USB cables? No, it wasn't USB cables. It was literally plugs. Like, all, <laughs> like male and female. This is this is why this is why homosexuality cannot happen because look these two cords remember you know when it's always sunny in Philadelphia when Mac is taking the cords and like banging them together yes. and he's like this this doesn't work this doesn't do anything <laughs> <laughs> that is literally how they were explaining like this is why gay people weren't created by God oh gosh 
Yeah, that's that's yeah. a whole thing. That's a whole thing. Yeah, but I just always think of the so to, when you're like, oh, the extension cords. I'm like, yep, I get it. I get it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, see, but <laughs> guys, I feel like I just need to say, I I t- I go to therapy. I'm okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need to throw that right. out there. <laughs> so <laughs> I have professional help. It, I know it doesn't seem like it. I have. <laughs> it's happening. Everybody yeah. should see a therapist, I think. You know, oh. at least for a little bit. Just to check in, see how things are going, make sure everything's going all right. Wire your brain in a great way. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. I recommend it. It's, it's, like, it's like getting a spa day for your for your for your noggin. All yeah. that good stuff. All right. So I don't know what you're talking about. Oh man. Um, Halloween bananas splits. The banana splits. <laughs> It was, it was not good, but okay. it was supposed, to, okay, so it's not good per se, but it's not bad. I enjoyed it, right? Like, okay. it was a solid B movie. Fair enough. Solid B movie. Now, is this, was it supposed to be a theatrical release? Was it on TV? Was, what was this? This was just straight to DVD. If it ever had any, um, delusions of being a, a um, uh, a theatrical release. They shot that down very quickly. This yeah. this is our straight to DVD like wheelhouse right here. This should have yeah. gone straight to DVD. It did go straight to DVD. I don't even want to see this on television. It should never show on cable. This should be the only way that you can watch this. Not digitally. Not on Blu-ray. Just on DVD. That is it. Oh, you have to like <laughs> you have to go find it. Like it's in the Ark of the Covenant, like, right? Hidden. Away. If you want to see this, you have to seek it out, my friend. Like it needs to get um cult status right away for it to like make any of its money back in this. Interesting. I wonder when they're gonna cover it on how did this get made. That's what I wanna know. Yeah. But um I mean oh oh another reason why I'm saying like a thirteen year old could really like get with this if they wanted to see if they were down with horror. Mm -hmm. It's got a lot in common with Five Nights at Freddy's. And when I say that, I mean that basically whoever wrote this script wrote a Five Nights at, Fr- at Freddy's movie and then sold it to Warner Brothers as a Banana Splits movie. Oh, okay. So I never played that game. Okay. Because so, it was on PC. And I, well, but I know it's like you're, you're in, you're in a fixed location, right? Right, right. So you're a security guard in a fixed location. Uh, it's basically a, a Chuck E. Cheese or a showbiz pizza. Yeah. Um, and your job is to make sure that Freddy Fazbear uh, stays where he is. And okay. to do that, you have to make sure uh, to... Well, basically, you're trying to keep yourself safe. Like, the story right. of the game doesn't really make any sense. But right. you're trying to prevent these killer robots with smiley faces and furry costumes from killing you. But they don't show you actually right. die. They just have a lot of jump scares where you – it's all the first yeah. person and then you I've see like – I've watched videos of it. Okay. Okay. So you're you're familiar with the gameplay. Um, kind of. So what are you doing? Like what is your thing in the game? That's so what I'm curious about. Are you like shooting them or are you, what are you doing? So you're in a room with two doors on either side of you. For some reason, okay. you you can't leave. And okay. all, all you have at your disposal is uh, – command of the lights in your room okay. and 
the ability to cycle through the uh, security footage that's being recorded live while you're there. Okay. So as you see this footage, you're never going to see, well, you'll rarely see any of the animatronics move, uh, but you will see them pop up in different places and you have to determine whether that's close to you or not. Oh, and you can control the door, but that takes like power. Like you have to like manage your power. Oh, level too. Yeah. okay, okay. So you have to control closing the door versus having the lights on, kind of thing. Yeah, lights on. Okay. Closed door, flashlight shining. That whole okay, thing. that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of that. There's a lot of management of that sort going on, and you just have to be careful and you know just notice the patterns and stuff like that. Um, it's on. It's on mobile too. I think you can get it for free on mobile at this point. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's something I, I might check out. There yeah, because I it, on the PC, I was like, nah, I don't care. Yeah, I mean, I it doesn't like freak me out. Well, it did at first. I ain't gonna lie, I was a punk. But yeah, like, I am I'm, so easily scared by video games. Oh my god, so I'm bad easily. at it. I'm bad at it too. That's the other thing. So a, a let's play with me would be like five minutes and then just yeah. quitting. <laughs> like all right. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to buy that Tetris. Outlast trilogy oh, yeah. or whatever because like uh-huh. they have that out for the ps4 now yeah and i was like this is gonna be bad for me though yeah but I, I don't want it but it's gonna be bad for me around halloween i always tell myself i'm gonna play like a horror game or something like that we yeah. played something recently i can't remember what it was but oh that uh resident evil 7 how was it it was okay yeah it, it tries to be like pt um have they been good since four let's be honest I mean, I really stopped caring after two, so I'm not really the right one. Yeah. You didn't like four? <laughs> mm, I didn't even make it to four. Like, really? honestly, I, I played two, I played a little bit of three, and I was like, I'm good. I then I went over to, to uh, I think you need to visit four. Okay. What's now. The, four like, was, <laughs> was four the one in Africa? Because you or? can get it on, like, the, 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 um, the Switch and stuff. That's why I say oh, that. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. And I don't know where those Revelations games come into play, but... I did switch over to like the Silent Hill, uh, you know, yeah. series after a while, and I got a lot of enjoyment out of that. Like I thought yeah, that was were... that was really good. Yeah, I would say go back to four because that's a really enjoyable game, mm-hmm. and you can get like they because they did the remaster, so it's on like the PS4 and the Switch and stuff like that. I, I'm if I ever replay it, it'll be on the Switch. I vaguely remember it's got Leon on a train. Like that's I think I remember some of that from the advertising. I don't remember that. I just remember okay. it being really fun. Yeah. Didn't it come out on GameCube initially? Was it one of those? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So that is the Leon game. That's the one I'm thinking of. It is definitely a Leon game, yeah. Yeah. This <laughs> one. Yeah. All right, I'll check it out. I'll have to give it a look. Yeah. I know I got some, some Switch credit hanging around somewhere. Yeah, so I think I'll it's check it out. I think it's one that you would enjoy, especially if you're craving a horror game. It's not super it's not like it's super scary. I mean it's Resident Evil. So yeah. It's not it's not like the previous Resident Evil games where you're just like in a house or whatever. Like it's it's a little bit more to it than that. Okay. Uh, it's a lot of fun. And there's a reason why they've remastered it 20 billion times on a bunch of systems. <laughs> yeah, cuz it came out on GameCube first and nobody played it. Well, yeah, and and you just want to keep revisiting. I think it was on the it was on the PlayStation 2 as well because I played it on the PS2, not oh, on the cool. GameCube. Um speaking of remakes, like something caught me off guard today. I didn't even expect, which is they're re-releasing uh, the old Genesis and Super Nintendo versions of um, 
Aladdin, and The Lion King. Hmm? Yeah, on That's a single random. disc. Yeah, very. It's super random. But it's, it's I'm much trying to more... remember those now. Oh, yeah. These I don't think I've played any of those. Oh, yeah. These are like some of the... the they're considered a couple of the best platformers from that generation. And it's kind of funny because it's like, all right, I got Lion King on a whim because I was a, I was a dork. I still am. And I remember we were at like a, one of those big box stores, like Sam's club or something like that. And it was on yeah. like deep discount. So I'm like, Hey, can I get this? And mom was like, cool, you can get this. I'm like, all yeah. right, great. So I went home and I started playing this. I'm like, this is one of the best fucking games I've ever played. Really? <laughs> and I couldn't talk to anybody. I couldn't talk to anybody about it because I'm like, all right, I'm already like aged out of the Lion King in oh, general. No. I don't want to look like a punk in school. But I kind of did tell a couple friends about it. I'm like, hey, look, man, this Lion King, though. <laughs> like, did, did you really just say Lion King in this yeah. lunchroom? Bro? No, okay, yeah. So well, was, okay, so was the Aladdin game also on NES? It was. Oh, okay, no, not, not I, NES. It was on okay. Game Boy. It was on Super Nintendo and Genesis, but, well, I should say, I shouldn't say it. Capcom was tasked with the development of the Super Nintendo version. And there's been a long debate. Like, I think you can find like an article about it on Kotaku, because I, I think I saw that today, um, about which version was better, the Genesis or the Super Nintendo version. One had better graphics, but the other one was like better gameplay. I'm I'm looking this up now because I'm trying to see if I remember this and okay. yeah I, so I'm listening but I'm also so looking. yeah so I'll, I'll give you a little bit more detail about the yeah. uh, the re-release so what's cool is it's on the same disc they give you multiple versions of the game like okay. you, get to, you get to play different versions of it to see which one you enjoy the most huh. they let you um that's got that save state sort of thing so like these games also have like famously difficult levels like yeah. There's a level on Aladdin where you're on the carpet and you're going through the Cave of Wonders while it's like, you know, just self-destructing. Mm-hmm. And people, it's it's like Battletoads. That's how hard it okay. was. <laughs> like so looking at screenshots of this, uh-huh. Aladdin looks familiar. Lion King does not look familiar at all to okay. me. Okay, yeah, yeah. You so I think I either played a little bit of Aladdin on like my cousin's system or I watched someone else play it. Yeah, this got announced at D23, and yep, it I just kind of... Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. It got announced at Gamescom, so they didn't even make D23, which is like the weekend before. Um, but yeah, people are excited about this. I saw everybody talking about it on Twitter today. I was when does like, it come That's out? That's kind of neat. Um, sometime this fall. I'm thinking October. Oh, okay. So yeah. is this like your... Because when they announced that they're, they're re, uh, HD re-release of... SpongeBob Battle of Bikini Bottom. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "What?" Like, <laughs> I, is that how this feels for you right now? I mean, in a way, I'm excited about it. Like, I didn't yeah. expect to care. I'm like, oh, "Okay, cool." Yeah. Because <laughs> you give know, me that are... Battle of Bikini Bottom. That thing's gonna be dope. This is neat. Like the yeah, the Battle of Bikini Bottom was a THQ game, so that even seeing the light of day ever again is like that's magical. Especially yeah. since it's a licensed game. It's so fun. Oh, my yeah. God. I was a little disappointed this week because, you know, speaking of horror stuff, they announced the first wave of DLC for Mortal Kombat 11. And mm-hmm. I have played that. Yeah. they You know, they usually have, have some... a, Speaking of game, you have a franchise you haven't played in forever. I can't mm-hmm. remember the last Mortal Kombat game I played. Really? Like, it's been yeah. good since 9. Like, the, the newer <laughs> Mortal Kombat games have really... 
done a good job of continuing the lore. I believe you. I just like the statement. It's been good since nine. Yeah, like, right. Holy shit. <laughs> it's crazy how long this game, this, this uh, franchise yeah. has been going on. But yeah, like they kind of like go back and forth with Mortal Kombat and Injustice. Mm-hmm. And what they'll do uh, with the Injustice games, they'll put in like Mortal Kombat characters sometimes yeah. just as, as, as bonuses. So the first wave of DLC for Mortal Kombat 11 this time around, it's going to be um, I, I remember the big names first. I don't want to go in that order. It's, okay. it's Shang Tsung, who came out already. Uh, Sindel, Shang Tsung's wife. Uh, Nighthawk, the Native American character, who mm-hmm. people have been begging for. Okay. Um, so I guess I'll go to the big ones now. So Joker is going to be in it. Okay. Which kind of fits. Um, the, I mean, they're going to release that Joker movie, so that's probably why they're doing it. It's perfect timing. Uh, Spawn. Is going to okay. be in it. <laughs> Just what the people wanted. Spawn. I mean, like, okay. So usually I'd be like, sh- oh, my God. yeah, usually, you know, we talked about that a couple episodes ago. Yeah. Too. I don't give a fuck about Spawn. Me neither. However. Yeah, people Spawn care. Spawn in a Mortal Kombat game. Yeah. With as he much fits. gore and yeah. blood as they want. This pseudo venom wannabe Devil character. Ruster. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be dope. I can't wait to see how it goes. So it's kind of odd because people were expecting Mortal Kombat is famous for their Easter eggs. So in all the, all the, is that is, by the way, that's, that's the first wave. So that's the first five. Okay. Gotcha. Um, so usually they put little Easter eggs and stuff to kind of like, you know, get people curious about what's coming up. And all this time they've been hyping this DLC. You could hear a chainsaw in the background on some of the previews, right? So you're thinking, okay. That means Ash Williams from Evil Dead. Oh, yeah. Something must have happened. And I say this because of two things. It's It's been long rumored. You really can't trust the internet these days, of course, because like they'll put some stuff on there where it looks official, but it's just Photoshop. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you know, uh, what's his name? Bruce Campbell has been denying it, but it's Bruce Campbell. He knows how to play the, you know, play yeah. the denial game. The other reason why I say it might have some credibility is because the Joker model that they've been showing off does not look complete. Like, it looks very basic. Mm-hmm. It's just a very plain-looking version of the Joker. Uh, he doesn't look like Joker from the movie at all. He doesn't look okay. like Joker from Injustice. He just looks like Joker from, like, a 1985 DC comic book, you know? Um, so people are saying, yeah, that wasn't quite ready for prime time. Not to mention the fact that in the trailer they had smooth transitions from one DLC character to the next where, you know, for a couple seconds they would share the screen and mm-hmm. then, you know, go to the next one. They didn't do that type of transition with Joker. So they're thinking so, they just plugged him in. Oh, so you think it was originally Ash. Ash, and then they had to replace it with Joker. Right, right. Gotcha. Now they still have another wave. They have like season two of DLC happening where they might be able to work out these rights. Um, they might have wanted to get better rights to Ash because even on Ash vs. Evil Dead, the TV show for stars, they had a hard time getting the rights to um, Army of Darkness, the third movie in the Evil Dead series. So you didn't really see much footage of that until like the last season where they were hinting at, okay, now we're going to this world. And then huh. the show ended. <laughs> oh, is it so, done? Yeah, it's completely done. done. I think, what? in fact, I think uh, Bruce Campbell said he was done playing Ash, like live yeah. action going forward. So 
I mean, I can understand. He's been doing that basically his whole career. Like that's what I've never to see. really cared about any of those movies, but uh, that sucks for them that like it, they have it does cut off. If you would be interested in seeing a horror version of like Three Stooges slapstick, I'd highly recommend the series. The series has a good storyline uh, running through it. I've seen bits of one of the Evil Dead movies. I do not remember which one it was. Okay. I th- okay. Thought, I think there was like a tree violating a woman or something that like that. That could have been. And I was like, what is this garbage? I'm done. I, it was, I was very much like, what are, what am I being subjected to here? Yeah. This is yeah. ridiculous. The idea was that like different demons would possess people in this uh, environment or whatever. And yeah, the tree right. was, was possessed by the demon and then possessed the young lady who was having a hentai moment. But yeah, it was, uh, right. Yeah. Right. Which is, not something I'm interested in seeing. No. So, no. <laughs> uh, so that's why I'm like, eh, this isn't for me. I'm done. No, okay. No. Um, but there were some, like I said, there were some like slapstick moments uh, in there. He has like a fight with his hand when mm-hmm. he has to chop it off because somehow only his hand becomes possessed momentarily, and he has to do, he has to do something about that. So he gets a chainsaw, cuts it off, you know, and that's how he yeah. gets the chainsaw hand, of course. Yeah. But the, um. <laughs> the series is good because it recognizes his age and it recognizes the content of the first films and the fact that um they were heavily misogynistic and mm-hmm. he's heavily misogynistic and they they call him out about that quite frequently. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it's not like I uh I have a problem with it or whatever. I'm just like this isn't for me. That's kind of how I view or I've previously viewed them where i'm like no i don't think this is for me yeah but i'm yeah. not like this is garbage and you're garbage if you watch it no i don't care <laughs> <laughs> I, I could care less yeah yeah so that's that's kind of the longest short of that um i hope because I, I like ash i hope that they yeah. will you know put that character uh in the game uh, i mean i hope so too because a lot of people would love to see that that would be really exciting my only complaint about it is, is that you know I, I've said they've been on a roll since part nine. We've had guest appearances from Freddy, Jason, Predator, Alien, uh, Leatherface from. Um, when you said Chainsaw, I thought that's what it was going to be. Leatherface the musical. I don't know. Uh, what, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's the one. Hmm. Um, so all these characters it's have Ed been. Bean. <laughs> yes, you're right. <laughs> I learned that from Love. Um, mm-hmm. What. Uh, what these characters don't have in common is the fact that they haven't shared the same game. So you never got to do Alien versus Predator. You never got oh, to do Oh, so you Freddy want like a Jason. super game that's all horror. I think or... that would be great. You know, they this would, would be sell like... the shit out of that game. Oh, yeah. But the, the rights to all these characters has got to be hell. Like getting them all at the same oh, yeah. time. Like that's yeah. got to be a pain in the ass. Yeah. But... It would be a one in a million shot. So you better get it right. Right. Kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think NetherRealm could handle that, and of course, you know. Yeah, sounds like it. Uh, the older these characters get, the cheaper the rights have got to be. So, <laughs> yeah, that is very true. There's going to be a point where, like, ah, eh, Michael Myers, just just <laughs> give it to him. Who cares? Wasn't that a Shatner mask? Yeah, who cares? Just exactly. Gonna it's going to end up being the same company that owns Peppa Pig, Hasbro, and um, Death Row Records. 
That was that's a weird story. How about that? A toy yeah. company owns Death Bought Row Death Records. Row. Yeah. <laughs> Man. The, so I, I mean, I, I can't wait to see what crossovers that uh <laughs> that entails. Oh my god, that'd be awesome. I've already seen oh my one one clip too many of Peppa Pig singing DMX songs, which is a weird <laughs> meme that existed for a minute. <laughs> That was like a Vine, I think. I, I think that was like a Vine trend for like a good weekend, like putting DMX songs on Peppa Pig, and it worked. Yeah, man, I that was that's a weird story that I'm like, there's gonna be more from this. I don't know how to handle that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised that none of the rappers have like chimed in, you know. But do they that, care? That's the real question. I mean, probably not, but, you know, it's just something They're funny like, to comment about. They're like, give me my check. Right. Okay. <laughs> Why does my check say Hasbro now? Did they make yeah. me a Transformer and I didn't know? Well, that's Wait, weird, okay. but okay. Yeah. <laughs> we can have a Beats by Dre version of Soundwave, the tape deck from Transformers. Well, they definitely don't have that Beats, right? No, that's an no. Apple thing. But, yeah. you know, as far as, like, the jokes go, that can yeah. work. Okay. I don't know. They had a Wu-Tang version. I know that much. There's a Wu-Tang yeah. version of Optimus Prime out there that I would love to have, but obviously it's probably like yeah. one in 20 or something like that. And yeah. half of those went to the Wu-Tang clan. So eh. yeah, yeah, I'll never see that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got a P.O. box. So we do. <laughs> if you, if you want to send it to us, reach out. We'll give you the yeah. P.O. box. We'll, we'll do a, we'll do an unboxing. We'll film it and everything. Yeah. 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 In fact, if there's anything you want me to unbox that's not gross, go ahead and send it to that P.O. box. You can find the information on our Instagram at Lex and Matt. Yeah, it's on there somewhere. <laughs> there's right an archive on. story and then there's a post at one point. So, right yeah. On. Yeah. 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 So, my gosh, there's so much D3 news. D23 said D3. What that's, is that's... That? I, that's E3. Never mind. All right. Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting things confused. Okay. So I did not expect D23 to be as big as it was. Well, they treated it like a real conference this year. They treated it like a real convention. It was Comic-Con. Um, it was. They saved a lot of stuff for D23. And what was yeah. cool is, like, we should have seen it coming because this is the big push before Disney+. Plus. Yep. Yeah, I expected Disney Plus announcements. I, I I didn't expect as many like MCU things right. to be happening, developments. Yeah. Right, because we got that we got that like, big song and dance set. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, what was the other thing? No, I'm saying we got that we got that big song and dance at uh, San Diego. Yeah, where they announced seemingly all of Phase Four, but not really because they, they announced even more. They passed out all the hats and everything, and mm -hmm. people showed up. Big surprises, cheers, crying, all that stuff. Yeah, there's a. I saw a rumor, by the way, that um, one of the reasons that Black Panther is taking a little while longer is that they are going to introduce mutants in Black Panther too. That's going to be the launching point for mutants. Wow. Like that's that's okay. That's an interesting approach if they pull that off. Um. I, hope I think that doesn't... I think the theory was that they trust Ryan Coogler to do it, and that Ryan Coogler has a story. Yeah. That he's kind of like, all right, I've got this. Okay. And let's let's kind of 
find a way to do it, and that's why it's going to take a little bit longer. With well, Black famously, Panther. Namor and Black yeah. Panther have beef, so. Yeah, I think that's that's probably it, and I wouldn't be shocked if that's not Keanu. Man, I would love that. He'd be perfect for the he, role. Yeah. Yeah. They want oh, him man. in a movie. Yeah, they, they do. Want, they want happen. Um, <laughs> I would imagine unless he just has a scheduling conflict or doesn't want to do it, I think it'll happen. <laughs> didn't they? Um, they announced Kit Harrington too, didn't they? They did. Keat. Do you remember <laughs> that in that documentary? Oh, I remember. Yeah. Good old they, they call Keat. him. They call. I guess like pronunciation of different languages. They call him Keat. Keat? Yeah, so <laughs> so they announced him, and I was like, oh, shit, who's he going to play? And then they ended up announcing that he's – they did announce his role, and it's yeah. like – I don't it, – it's it's some character that, that people that know obscure comic stuff are very excited for, um, but I didn't know who it was. Huh. Was it Black Knight? Yeah, that's it. Okay, because I kept I, seeing I, that like in the – yeah, I kept seeing that in the background of his pictures on like comicbook.com, but right, I never clicked on it. It's so boring to me. It seems like a waste, but and this is something yeah. we touched on briefly before um like with the with the Game of Thrones people, maybe we didn't even talk about this. I'm sorry. Let me start over. So, okay. with the Game of Thrones people, with the Game of Thrones actors and actresses, the world at large doesn't give them <laughs> as much respect as viewers no. of the show do. Like yeah. They movie treat producers. them like fantasy character actors, and that's all they can do. Exactly. Like, look at Jason Momoa. Like, it took him so long to get any type of credibility outside of that show, and he was great on the show. Mm-hmm. And then you look at people like like Kit Harrington, who have been on the show, uh, you know, and have done a great job as well. You'd think, oh yeah, okay, so this is going to kick off his movie career, right? No, they want to put him on night again. They want to put him on fucking NCIS or something like that. You know, <laughs> they're going to give him like they, a sitcom. They want to make him a knight again. Why? Right. Right. Why is he not Wolverine, man? He's tiny. He's <laughs> he can play angry. He can be kind of villain. Kind of. I mean, I don't know. I don't know either. Um. I, I wish him the best, and I hope that you know they could pull the Guardians and make oh, I think Black it's Knight be fun. interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, I think the whole mo- the cast is amazing. I think the whole movie is going to be fun. Mm-hmm. I just think that he, I actually really more my opinion of this. So I have two things here. Okay. One, I think considering everything that happened and how he had to go to a basically rehab facility. Because of Game of Thrones ending and all the emotional problems that he had and all the pressure that he had. I think it's a mistake to take on a film this big. Even though he's striking while it's hot, I think it's a mistake. uh, Possibly that he was pressured into doing by people behind the scenes. And two, I also think that he should have negotiated a different type of role. I think that it's kind of vital right now that he takes on something different to show that he can do other things. Maybe the villain, maybe this, I don't know. But yeah. I think that him playing another noble knight. Now, I don't know much about this character. So I, maybe he is that. Maybe he is. <laughs> maybe that is like perfect. But him just playing a knight again. I'm like, what the fuck? I, I just, it doesn't sound like a good idea. I hardly know anything about the character myself, except that he's usually portrayed modern day. So it's not like he's going right. to be like, you know, this, thou, that, though, and all that shit. He's just going to be like a regular guy who happens to ride 
<laughs> a flying horse or some type of vehicle that flies and is dressed as a knight at all times. Yeah, black knight. <laughs> a black knight. Um, I, I got to take it back to the TV thing. You know, what's crazy, you think about all these great TV actors that haven't really had a big film career like Michael Rosenbaum. For example, sorry, I just want to I just want to throw out there that his romantic partner, it says yeah. romantically involved with his teammate, Cersei. <laughs> That's the name of his romantic wow. partner, Cersei, yeah. spelled with an S instead of a C like in Game of Thrones. That's <laughs> annoying, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm annoyed with this. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. No, they. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But yeah, like Michael Rosenbaum, I feel like he should have had a much larger movie career and not just been like, you know, a sidekick or something like that. He yeah. deserved to have a starring role. Um, I mean, he's still alive. Don't get me wrong. He still has. He's, he still can, but yeah. it's tough. But even like considering he was in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, it's like that role didn't do him justice. He deserved to have an on-screen sort of deal and been an integral part of the story. We would have been able to do that. I hope it's not because people associate him with Lex Luthor too much, because that was a long, long time ago. Well, apparently James Gunn wants to want it. I don't know if he's still going to be able to or what's what's going on with the Guardians. But that that team of Guardians was he was planning on doing more with them. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. I don't know if he's I don't know if he's going to want to deal with anything other than three (laughs) after this. Yeah. Well, man, I, I really hope that. I don't know. I don't even want to get on that right now, but I, yeah. I, I'm excited to see what James Gunn does. And I hope that involves uh, Michael Rosenbaum in a big way because I'm a fan. Yeah, I completely agree. Yep. Um, I would love to see him in three, more of three. Uh, but let's get back to D23 a little bit yeah. more. What else jumped so, out at you? Obi-Wan. Oh, my God. <laughs> Confirmed. I'm so excited. Confirmed, finally. Yeah. Oh. I think Things do come true. You were you were lamenting the fact that that news was kind of broke broken early. In fact, it it, it was released like the day that I left to get on a plane <laughs> to go to L.A. Um, you were like, "Why aren't we recording a show this week?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I've been waiting for this forever. Right? Yeah, it's this a big is deal. Jam. I mean, this is a fruition of him begging to come back and do Obi-Wan justice. And that's really cool. He was the best part of the prequels. Absolutely. No one would debate that. Like, he was perfect casting. Yeah. There's so much story there. Now, the only thing I don't know about is I don't understand how the Clone Wars fits into... Because I don't really watch that much of that show. Yeah. yeah. Watch some of it, but like I don't know how that all fits into the the canon and how they're going to work around that, and you know, yeah, that's right. going to be a thing. But he was a general, I guess. I don't really watch much of that either, and I, I'm sure that they're going to go into this while still like giving nods to that content. They're not going to assume that viewers have seen that. You know, they're not going to go like deep sauce with it. Yeah, that's the. This is the part that bugs me a little bit. Is that it? It is canon, I think, technically. Yeah. So they they can't ignore it, but they can't. I I don't know. I like it's confusing. I mean, to give you to give you an idea. So one whatever the the CG show was going on at the time uh, that Rogue One was released. Yeah. They they put one of the droids and one of the ships from that cartoon in the movie. Didn't really draw attention to it. It was just there 
you know, as okay. an Easter egg. So I feel like, if anything, that's what they're going to do. Um, Maybe they're going to put that, that uh, what's her name? Ashka, Ashaka? The, yeah, the really popular character. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, yeah. too. I feel like people are going to be disappointed because... They're going to expect stuff like that. Of They're going to expect things. Be. Oh, my I mean, God. They could it's do, Star Wars. They could have him just saying hello there for <laughs> for three hours straight. And they'd be like, you know what? Didn't didn't quite excite me the way I thought it would. <laughs> I mean, I knew what I was getting going into it, but it still let me down. Um, okay. Yeah. Sorry, I guess. Yeah. I mean, we. you can look on, you can look on CNSC. And the most heavily moderated posts is when someone says Star Wars. It doesn't matter if it's good. It doesn't matter if yep. it's just news. It yep. doesn't matter if it's like, hey, my theater troupe is doing an, a, an, an homage <laughs> to Star Wars. It's like, too bad. It sucks now. It's like, what? Yeah. The, really? Every Man, time. I don't know if they can save it from what Ryan Johnson did to it. I like, dude. I'm telling you that I have like a lightsaber for sale. I'm not asking you if the movie's good or not. Anything, anything that's up there, it's always, well, oh, too bad. As you know, for SJWs, not fuck off. Okay, I don't know yeah. how you snuck in here because you know that's usually too much snark for us anyway. But what, what? just let people enjoy things, man. Uh, no, they can't <laughs> do that. That's not possible. I'm sorry. Right, right, right. As as Caitlin Rosberg says, don't yuck my yum. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> yeah. So yeah, don't do that. Um, oh no, I just broke Avengers Tower. If anybody was wondering what that long, what that loud noise was, so I won another Lego contest. <laughs> God damn it! I can't believe you won another one. That's such I, bullshit. I can't believe it either, because I entered it on a whim. It was like a $2 raffle for some Iron Man minifigures and this Avengers Tower that was exclusive to um, the Lego store, uh, the website. And I'm like, oh, cool. You know, I, I kind of want that. Let me see if I can enter it. So put $2 in. By the time we landed, it's like, congratulations, you won. And then when I got back, when I got back home, I just had a box of Iron Man minifigures sitting here waiting for me. <laughs> So I put together the, the, the Avengers Tower and if I it mean, makes yeah, you feel, fun. yeah. So if it makes you feel any better, like it's basically sitting crumpled at my feet until we're done with the show. <laughs> yeah, that does. That makes me feel a little bit better for sure. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Now I'm suffering because I can't go and play with my Legos while Good. we're talking. Good. Suffer. Good. <laughs> okay. So Obi-Wan, so, very excited for that. That yeah, definitely me sold me further on, on, uh, Disney Plus. Which we yep. have subscribed to. We have, because they have some crazy deal going on right now, which is just, like, amazing that they would even do something like this. Basically, they have a three-year deal where if you're a member of their their Insiders Club D23, which is free, um, a three-year deal... Which would boil down to like less than four dollars a month. Yeah, I did the math. It was like three seventy, I think. <laughs> That's nuts. Yeah. That is absolutely crazy, man. And it's like not like, oh, it's a limited version or you don't get all the bells and whistles. This is like the real deal version, but you yeah. are locking yourself in for three years, sight unseen. So hopefully Right, it's good. you're paying up front. But also you and I already decided to go have these on it. So exactly. it's, well, you know, we, we we do it for the people. We do it for the people. So I mean, we were go we were gonna need it for the podcast anyway. So exactly. 
It's due yeah. diligence. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, <laughs> I guess they want to do it that way so they can report their earnings and say, oh, look, Disney Plus is already making a profit. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's all about that bullshit. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's still amazing. Everything we're getting, and it's got like ESPN. I can hear you plus. playing with Legos. <laughs> oh no, that was that was my drink. That was my metal straw. Oh okay. I was like, <laughs> are you kidding me? Click click click. No, but what's cool is too, like, it's even got ESPN Plus in there. ESPN Plus is like five dollars a month anyway. Oh, you know we're gonna utilize that for sports. Oh. You know us. <laughs> what else does it come with? Uh, ESPN Plus. Does it come with something else too? Na- National Geographic. Okay. Yeah. So Birds that and shit. cool 4K nature footage that you've wanted, it's there for you. It's all there. Yeah. You want to see an ant eater in HD? You really <laughs> don't, but you're going to. You think you do, but you really don't. Oh, no. It was a mistake. So, Look yeah. at these dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> there's another there's another uh, well I should say a new Lizzie McGuire movie coming out apparently. I uh, it's a series it's a series it's a series oh okay. good for them so this is uh very much for people my age <laughs> <laughs> who grew up watching Lizzie McGuire and uh one what to see oh that's weird my mic just went can you hear me yeah, I can hear you. Oh, my gosh. What happened? Hold on. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Technical issue on my end, guys. I <laughs> leaned down on my headphones, and I pulled it out, and I was like, wow, my right ear just stopped working on my headphones. That's I pulled very it out. strange. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So, uh, Lizzie McGuire was one of those shows that we, like, people my age definitely watch. Girls my age. I don't guys were super into it i uh, think guys just ended up watching it because it was yeah. on like the saturday morning lineup yeah yeah so. and they were like they wanted to watch even stevens and it was like in a block room oh, even stevens yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so i'm very interested i i'm curious to see how they incorporate because there was lizzie and there was lizzie in her head and yeah it was the cartoon. so yeah. i'm like she's just gonna be a psychopath with like, a cartoon <laughs> In her head, I I don't know how they're gonna do it. I'm already in though. It's gonna yeah. whether it's terrible. I'm also excited at the prospect of all of these shows being available on Disney Plus. One thing I really really want, and I hope that they put it on there because you can't get it on DVD. You can't get it anyway. Uh-huh. The '90s New Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, like TV show. You remember yeah. that? Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I love that, and I haven't I haven't seen it in years. Like it was really good. It was really well done. I want. It was to see a good that. show. I, I got I got nothing against Pooh. Nothing against Winnie. Nothing against them at all. If if I say it three times, it means I mean it. I guess. But yeah, like I remember watching that. That was like something that was near the end of the cartoons. So like. My Pavlovian response was, oh, no, the Saturday morning cartoons are almost over because this bears on my screen. So maybe I didn't like it as much as everybody else, but I did like it. I thought it was decent. You might have been just a little bit too old to be into it. Well, I mean, Winnie the Pooh has been around. I, that, oh, iteration, I but that iteration of Winnie the Pooh I mean. the had iteration. been on TV for a while. Like, I remember watching that Winnie the Pooh when I was still watching Muppet Babies. Yeah. You know, that was, like, kind of in the same vicinity yeah it was like late 80s early 90s right yeah basically yeah. 
Exactly. So, I mean, plus, remember, I had a little brother who's the same age as you, so we were still watching cartoons. Like, that's what we did. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. We, uh, I remember watching both of those shows, and so I'd love to see those again, be able to revisit them, because they're not available in any way. That's nuts. I don't know why Disney does that. Disney's really bad at putting out, like, seasons of things, as far as, like, animated. Yeah, Yeah, they're bad. It took a long time for them to put out, like, Darkwing Duck and DuckTales mm-hmm. on DVD. And even then, they aren't even complete. Like, some yeah. of these are just incomplete. You can only get them on, like, Apple or something like that. That's uh, they, what I'm I'm hoping that they will be complete right, right there. Right. And that we'll have that, like, so I would much rather have a physical copy, but if I can't have anything, you know, I'd yeah. like to be able to watch it again. I mean, do like do like DC Universe did and just, like, do, like, HD yeah. Uh, you know, restorations of like gargoyles and stuff like that. I don't think they ever put Quack Pack on DVD or probably not. You know, Goof Troop. I don't know if that got a DVD release. Maybe I'm just not remembering because I was too old for that. I don't know. I don't know. I forgot but... about Goof Troop. I loved that. <laughs> Goof Troop. Yeah. It was a I'm jam. Goof Troop. Yeah, 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 oh my yeah. Goodness. Goof Troop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. I need Goof to see. Troop. I'm so visual. That I have to, like, when we talk about these things, if I don't immediately, like, remember the show, I need to look it up. Yeah, I liked this. I remember this now. (laughs) So, anyway. Yeah, that's one of the things, one of the little things. I mean, we're obviously excited about all of this. Like, like everything that they have coming out on Disney+. Because it's going to be a lot. Like, it's going to be a lot of movies, both original and, you know, a whole backlog of content that we love. Right. Um, a lot of TV shows, same thing, a whole backlog. I, there are, they are going to have, I saw, uh, um, Boy Meets World is all going to Oh, cool. There. Yeah. That's, that's great. They're going to have some type of Muppet thing. Yeah. On there. They haven't really gone into detail about what that Muppet thing is, but it's going to be yeah, a Muppet I, thing. All of the, all of the announcements that they had and, you know, that's just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And of course, the Marvel stuff, which you're not really talking about yet. Um, Falcon and Winter Soldier is happening. Oh, did you hear that they cast uh, Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell's son? <laughs> did you hear about yeah. that? That, yeah, I heard that about sounds that. awesome. <laughs> That's that, really cool. I, I love the idea of him being like <laughs> a, a fucked up patriot. Right. And, and it's like, well, we can't have the black guy be. Uh, Captain America. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to have this dude, this Aryan looking motherfucker be, (laughs) be Captain America, but like as a, he's going to be Patriot instead and it's going to be really messed up. I also think, and I saw someone else say it and I I completely agree with this, that over the course of this series, we Uh will see both Bucky and Sam as Cap. That's a good theory. I like that. And it makes sense. You know, Sam will be Cap first because that's what they're setting up. But I think eventually both of them will be Cap. And I wouldn't be surprised if they find a way to bring Natasha back in some capacity for a more Winter Soldier story in the future. Yeah. And plus, we're getting a Hawkeye series, too. So I'm sure she's going to show up on there. Like, it would be crazy for them not to back the money. She's dead, dead. But, like, is she dead? In a flashback or something. Yeah. Yeah. And she, yeah, she still did. She still did. Oh. Um, you know, but it's Marvel. Things yeah. happen. <laughs> I think that I, I would put my money down that uh, we will never see 
Robert Downey Jr. in any of this stuff again over her. Yeah. Because yeah. they, they haven't, they're doing the movie. I mean, it's a prequel, but they're still doing the movie. I doubt that we'll see Chris Evans again. Yeah, I agreed. Yeah, even old Chris Evans. I think they're just done with that. And I think that's respectful to the story, to the character, just to kind of, you know, I, wait until yeah. the next reboot to get another cap. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. as, as much as I hate the rebooting of Spider-Man, Marvel's been going strong for over a decade now. I wouldn't be mad at them if they felt like they needed to kind of refresh after Phase 4. I could not be mad about it. I think they have so many characters and worlds they can explore, and now they're going to be rebooting all the X-Men and Fantastic Four and everything like that. They don't need to reboot those for quite a while. So they're going to do a new 52. They're just going to keep coasting along. Yeah. Change a little bit here and there. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, and they can have a new Captain America. Have it be Sam, you know, like just do different things. I think yep. it's a good idea. Um, so <laughs> should we talk about Spider-Man a little bit? I mean, everything's been said, but. Yeah, I mean, just like. Do you think this can... is actually going to hold up? That's the question that I have. I think that it's just an elaborate marketing tactic, or not marketing, I should say negotiation Negotiation. tactic. Yeah, Yeah. I feel like Disney did this to get people up in arms so that they could win. (laughs) I think that's part of it. I think it's also Sony just going, fuck you guys, you don't own everything. So, I mean, I'm sorry, I don't want to pick the fucking which Transformer uh, corporation should I be on the side of. Right. But uh, someone should stand up to Disney. Right? I totally agree. Totally agree. But also, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I still think there's a way, you know, people people will say the same thing they say about the fucking Popeye's chicken sandwich. Don't you have anything else to concentrate on that's more important than this right now? These mega yeah, corporations don't deserve this. We have plenty of things that. to concentrate on. That's why we're concentrating on chicken sandwiches because we're you going stole, nuts. You stole the words right out of my mouth. That's exactly what it is. There's so much in the world today that we do worry about, yeah. let us fucking enjoy the chicken sandwich. Let us discuss yeah. where the fictional character ends up. We want to talk about things that don't matter sometimes so we can cleanse the palate. I so would very relax. much like to try one of the chicken sandwiches, but I'm not going anywhere near Popeye's for a little while because I know they're sold out and I feel so bad for all the people working there. Well, I kind of feel bad for people working there, but also... You want one? <laughs> that, but also... To be fair, mm-hmm. a lot of Popeyes I go to, they sometimes run out of chicken. I don't understand how that happens. How do you run out of chicken? That's your one job. That's hmm. the thing that you do. It's so right this is a thing sign. that's happened before this, then? Yeah. Oh, happens. wow. No, like, okay. So, I mean, I don't know. I've, I've never heard this. Just, yeah, it happens. It happens quite a bit, especially the one around my house. I don't know if I can say it's nationwide, but the Popeyes around here... Tends to run out of chicken, make you wait for 30 minutes sometimes, <laughs> like legit 30 yeah. minutes. I've been on the phone because I was annoyed enough to call their customer complaint. Oh, my God. I've had a full conversation with a customer service person and still not gotten my food while sitting waiting for it. My God. <laughs> like, you know, because they put you on hold and they transfer you around and yeah, they're like, give yeah. us your name. What does this do? You know, like, what what do you do for a living? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That sort of thing. And, yeah, that whole conversation took place still waiting for the damn chicken. 
<laughs> no, yeah, I, I, I understand that. I do want to try it just because. Yeah. I mean, they're they're making me want it. Uh, yeah. I also want to try the Impossible Whopper. Yeah, I kind of want to try that too. Um, but that's the fucking king. I'm out. Uh, no, I know, just, I know. I the, haven't had Burger King in in years, but I'm I've had an Impossible break. Burger before. I haven't. Like had, How was it? Yeah, it's okay. I yeah. mean, it's not gonna. You know, people will tell you, "Oh, yeah, it's just like meat," and yeah, it has a better consistency than say a veggie burger, right? Or one of those old like tofu burgers, or just like the 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 near meat stuff that you've seen over the years. Like it's the best of that so mm-hmm. far. Yeah. And as far as that goes, it's not bad. It's just not a burger. That's all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, there's definitely that from the environmental standpoint of just removing meat from your diet one day a week, how much yeah. it helps the environment if each person did that. Um, so, like, li- little things like that that you can do on a personal sure. level. So I am more interested in those substitutes and those different things now. And I like that they're more readily available. So, yeah, I mean – that might be the avenue of me trying it and going like, huh, I'm interested in this. And then going out and buying my own and all that. Yeah. And that's fine. You know, I, I think there's a place for that. And I've, I've just, I've played around with that before because, you know, um, Kevin Smith was going on about how great veggie grill is. And we had one or two open up in Chicago. So I decided to mm-hmm. check one out and it's pretty good. Yeah. It's just not me. That's all, you know, it's just something different. Yeah, I think that the, unless you're super into it, I think mm-hmm. that it's more reasonable, or if you have to for health reasons, I think it's more reasonable to go, okay, one day a week. Yeah. You know, like, because that, I mean, really what it's about for most people, I think it should be about is the environment, mm-hmm. um, which is reducing your meat consumption because if it's such a strain, uh, you, I mean, you can read further into it, but yeah, there, there's a reason why they're trying to, you know, push meatless Mondays and stuff like that. Because if everyone did that, it would help out a lot. Yeah, you do uh, so, a little bit helps out a lot. Right, right, and it's not that difficult for me personally. Yeah, um, I couldn't do it. See, I couldn't do it all the time, mainly because I just eat carbs. <laughs> spaghetti and stuff all the time right, right right like oh well you know this pop tart doesn't have any meat in it so yeah here we go and, and for and i say this at like with the idea i know there are plenty of people that can't do something like that for health reasons right that's that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about if you can do it you should consider doing it yeah. you know like if you can deal with it like your body is okay like you know it you're not don't go against what doctors tell you or anything like that <laughs> right if your doctor tells you that you need meat in every meal don't eat this beyond yeah, 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 yeah. don't, don't yeah. eat this impossible whopper but yeah i mean i think everybody should try it you know just to yeah. you know see what it's like on, on my other so, side so what, what the point that i was making i'm probably going to end up having an impossible whopper before i have yeah. this chicken sandwich because this is sold out yeah, yeah. They put a tweet out and said it's sold out nationwide. I'm like, how do you sell out I, of a chicken I, sandwich? That, that doesn't make any sense to me. For the foreseeable future, just to say, yeah, we're done for a while. Like, how does that? How does that work? Did you see? Um, what was it? The kid, uh, the young man who was registering voters. I did see that. He wasn't even a young man. He was like 16, so he was a kid. Yeah. 
out there yeah, registering voters. I'm like, are you kidding me? You're freaking awesome. You're I mean, like yeah. the coolest kid ever. So that I have thoughts. So happy. I had I had a couple thoughts about that. Like, yeah, as a genuine thing, as a general thing, even it's great. I'm glad he's getting out there doing something for the community. I I, I admire that. He should okay. be. He should definitely be celebrated for that. Mm-hmm. I just want to make that clear. Yeah. My concern is that it comes off as a little bit. Uh, comes off as a little bit weird. Just because, you know, I, I, I was talking about it on Twitter for a little bit too. Like, this, people are excited about a chicken sandwich. And just like you and I were saying earlier, you know, people just want something to take their mind off of how awful things are in the world. And it's also pumpkin spice latte season. Yeah. Yeah. People are lining up for the pumpkin spice lattes. People yeah. line up at Starbucks every day. It's the same nobody's, thing. It's the same thing, but nobody's going there to register voters. Nobody's assuming that. People who want to stand in line uh, for for the chicken sandwich are, are are not registered to vote. I don't get why. I, that... I was I was hit up about registering to vote today in the cafeteria on campus. So I yeah, don't know. I mean, the the reason me, I bring that up, I don't know if there's a thing going on right now. Like a, a, to a me, post. that seems like that's something that would happen in a college campus. Like I, right, you know, right, you hear about right. that happening a lot. But I'm saying specifically, like for people to. Because, okay, on the other side of the conversation is this, and you may not have seen these exchanges going on, but it's just people all over the Internet, on well, basically on Facebook for the most part, saying, I hope you all put as much energy towards voting as you're putting towards this chicken sandwich. I hope that yeah. you're putting as much energy towards, you know, making sure there's no murder in the black community as you're putting in this chicken sandwich. And it was just a there way... There was also the, fuck your chicken sandwiches, the rainforest is on fire. I'm like, what, what does that have to do with this? Well, hold this? on, but that's not part of my point. My point is yeah. that people were turning this into like a kind of a casual way to make commentary about blacks. Like, oh, it was racist, yeah. I'm saying it's casual, casually racist. Like, people just, like, you know, going, well, you're doing this, but all these problems still exist in the black community. Yeah. It's like, motherfucker, I just want lunch. Maybe I'm signing people up to vote as my job. Or maybe I'm doing this on my free time, but I want to sit down and enjoy a meal. But I have to have this social, you know, commentary thrown in my face about being excited about a, a new chicken sandwich. Yeah. You know? Outside of the homophobia, you don't really hear that happen yeah. with Chick Fil A. You know, that's the only thing that they preach there. You don't, you don't get that sort of thing. But all of a sudden, they it's did like, have a couple of years ago a kissing type of thing at Chick Fil A, where it was like gay couples <laughs> going and kissing in Chick Fil A. That well, was a thing that happened a couple of years ago. So like the the politics cool. does come in. You know, yeah. it's hard to separate it. It's hard to separate I, it, but I, a, par- a big part of the reason that people were even getting on the whole give Popeyes a try chain, at least from what I saw, the way that people started spreading it word of mouth was, oh, you get to have a delicious chicken sandwich without the homophobia, you know, yeah, as, yeah. as far as Chick-fil-A goes. Because for, for those listeners who may not be aware somehow, um, Chick-fil-A donates to uh, charities that preach uh, anti-LGBT representation and and, and, and pro conversion therapy yeah pro conversion therapy yeah. like that that's a weird yeah anyway anyway so that's why people were going oh we finally have another option here to throw our money at versus throwing it at there. this evil company yeah i mean they they introduced this chicken sandwich i feel like a couple of months ago they were just testing it out nobody yeah. really cared but then 
uh, posts started showing up like that on social media, and people were like, oh yeah, let's use this as a as a way to show Chick Fil A that we don't need your your hate yeah. chicken. And then it kind of caught on, and then people were saying it's the best thing they ever tasted, just hyperbolically, and then that caught on, and it's like, oh, yeah. it actually is a good sandwich. So already, it was kind of steeped in a movement. Yeah. But that kind of lost its way once people just started talking about how good it was. Yeah, because humans <laughs> ruin things, and we're like, all yeah. right. Yeah, I, I mean, will say it's... that for me, I really liked <laughs> the uh, the Chick-fil-A spicy chicken sandwich. I was mm-hmm. a fan of that. And yeah. then I discovered the Culver's spicy chicken sandwich. Ah, and, okay. uh, yeah. That's- I can say with all honesty that of the three times in my life that I've had Chick-fil-A after hearing people talk about how great mm-hmm. it was, uh, before the homophobia. It's okay. Before, rather, before I knew about the homophobia. Let me say yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we went to, uh, Cedar Point in Ohio, uh, D and I for yeah. a little getaway one weekend. Um, Remind me to tell you about Snoopy, okay. uh, the, the stuff Snoopy thing, if we have time. Um, so we went to, we went to, um, Cedar Point and they had, uh, you know, the Chick-fil-A stands in the place. So I'm thinking, oh God, why am I delivering this like Bill Cosby? So we're thinking that we can get a chicken sandwich <laughs> and see what all the fuss is about. So we get a couple chicken sandwiches. They prepare it. We're like, just give it to us the way that you guys normally make it, you know. And that's yeah. fine. I like pickles. I like everything that's on the sandwich. Yeah. But we both tasted it, and we're like waiting for the goodness to kick in. And we're like, this is just okay. Like, yeah, their spicy chicken sandwich is better than their regular chicken sandwich. I will say so that. So we heard that. And then we went to go see a friend perform. And the only thing that mm-hmm. was open in the area, funny enough, it wasn't a Sunday, um, was Chick-fil-A. And so we went through the drive-thru. We're like, okay, give, give, give us that, mess us up with that spicy chicken. What you got? Yeah. So they gave us that. They gave us those bland-ass fries that <laughs> aren't really fully cooked. And, yeah, it was just okay to me. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not saying anybody's wrong for <laughs> liking the way it tastes. No, okay? I'm not going to defend you play. I don't care. <laughs> no, no, not that. I'm, I'm talking about defending people's taste buds and their and their palates and stuff like that. If you think that sort of flavoring tastes good, that's fine. I'm not, you know, talking about you at all for that. It just wasn't for me. I didn't think it was anything out of the ordinary. I didn't think it was anything like I should go out of my out of my way for because even just basing it on what you eat with it, like side items are very important to me. <laughs> if you base it on the French fries alone, Popeye's got them Cajun fries. Yeah. Chick-fil-A got them half cooked waffle fries. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. I, that's another thing. Culver's has a uh, has a uh, crinkle cut fries, and they've and got like a cheese dip for it. Yeah, See, and if you don't a, want that, they got them cheese curds. Yeah, they got onion rings. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you've got you've got plenty of options. I, I'm telling you, don't sleep on that that spicy chicken sandwich. <laughs> I'm gonna have to check it out. We had a chance to go to Culver's earlier this week, but I'm like, no, nah, I'm just crestfallen. Yeah, I want something besides chicken. I I, I can't think about that sandwich. So. I feel you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, for the record, I have not had the sandwich either. I've heard great things. I'm hoping it's good. We'll yeah, see. I'll try it for sure. But it, I just gotta I gotta wait for things to cool down. Yeah. <laughs> I can't deal. There, there's a YouTuber um, named Dame Drops. Well, his channel is called Dame Drops. D A Y M. And yeah. he just rides around like eating different fast food that he hears people talk about. Like sometimes he'll go to like the worst restaurant in town. Sometimes he'll go to the best uh, fast food joint in town. Um, but he gained popularity uh, during the era of auto tuning the news. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah. So, 
somebody took his review of Five Guys Burgers and Fries um, and just auto-tuned it and made it into a song, and so he got really popular. But his channel's good. Like, he actually does give a lot of thought and a lot of enthusiasm to what he's trying. And, Do you like um, Five Guys? Are you a Five Guys fan? Yeah, Five Guys is good. Yeah, it's not my, good. It's not my favorite burger, but it's a good burger. What's your favorite? Man, I was hoping you wouldn't ask that because okay. I really don't know. <laughs> I don't really I don't have know. an answer for this either. I was just I thought you were, had like a quick answer. I mean, so. I hate to keep I hate to keep banging that L.A. drum, but fucking In and Out was it that style, good? I never it had was, it. Yo, <laughs> let me. Hey, it's it's the real deal. Like normally, Dan and I don't like onions on our burgers. They, I'm a, I'm a I'm an onion fan. So you're an onion fan. Okay. Yeah. Well, they got they got them sautéed onions on there. Yes. They grill it in some type of mustard, I guess, for okay. the animal style. It's just a monster of a burger. Mm. So you don't even you may not even finish the whole thing, but what you do eat of that burger, it will be the most enjoyable thing you've had in your mouth. I'm telling you, in quite some time. It's that good. It's a good burger. Hmm. It's a good burger. I like it. It's a good burger. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to try it, but, you know, it's it's just on the West Coast. Yeah, yeah. I Man, that was like, we're trying to determine what to get that first night. I'm like, you know, there is an In-N-Out burger like three blocks away. We need to oh, make this yeah. happen. And we made that happen. And we got, I was I'm saying, telling then you, you go back. <laughs> right. You know, that was, thankfully, we didn't get a chance to because it was just heavy. But it's good. Yeah. It's real good. So, yeah, that's my thoughts on the whole debacle. I forget, what were we talking about before the Popeye's thing? <laughs> I don't know. D, D23? Huh? Yeah, I feel like that's it. I feel like oh. that's about it. They're, they're doing more Matrix films, too. That's not Disney, yeah. but I'm very curious about this. Keanu's coming how? back. How, how are they doing that? I don't know. I'm, I'm going to say they're probably going to ignore some of the sequels. <laughs> yeah, that's or the he's going to rise again. Is he going to? Yeah. Is he going to go full Jesus? The rise. He already Neo. died for the sins and whatever, right? I don't know. I haven't seen the sequels in a while. I guess I have to now revisit yeah. them. And it's got one of the Wachowskis. Hopefully, it was the Wachowski responsible for the first one. Lana Wachowski, I believe she's yeah. one directing this one and writing it. And yeah. I think Lily's a part of. It. I could be getting. I, I don't remember who. Uh, I don't know who does what, but I know they did a great job with that first one, and that second and third one were just okay. But people know how we feel about that, right? I believe one of the sisters is kind of taking a step back for a little while from things in general. Okay. Uh, I could be wrong about that, but... Chicago natives, I should know this, you know, but I don't, so... (laughs) No one expects you to know everything about them. (laughs) But I know one I get because it's it's L's. It's the same like it's not a different enough name. Right. So like Lana and Lily. Um, So I know I'm pretty sure one of the sisters is like working more. So like was doing Sense8 and stuff like that. And I think that was Lana. Okay. And I think that's who's doing the new movie. But I could be getting that wrong. I should have got an article, but I didn't. (laughs) <laughs> the, the bottom line is, I guess I have to go back and watch these sequels because we just talked about this couple episodes back. I rewatched the original. Yeah. 
as an adult and was like, oh, my God, I'm not bored by this. I'm incredibly intrigued by this. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I wasn't bored by it ever. Every time I see that movie, I love it. Um, yeah, but as a kid, yeah, like they're talking about philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> they're dealing with philosophy a lot in those movies. A little bit, but there's a dope-ass fight scenes between the carry There is, crew. and those are fun, but there was also like, huh? What's happening? <laughs> but the whole thing with the there is no spoon. In, oh, wait, no, that was like the sequel, right? No, yeah. that, was, oh, that wasn't one of the other ones. That was the first one. Oh, was? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So like that right there, that like that was interesting to me. Like I wanted to look more into that. But again, you know, we were... At that yeah, age, we were vastly like, different. What is? And, what am I talking about? Spoon? What's going on with spoons here? Although at the same time, this is where <laughs> this is where things don't make any sense in my brain. Maybe it's because I was like Star Wars. I'm buying into it. Matrix. I'm not. But like, I just rewatched because I was like, okay, Episode Nine's coming out in a couple months, and I want to rewatch the movie. So I just rewatched Episode One last yeah. weekend, and I'm like, how the fuck did I sit through this as a kid? Yeah. How did I? And, like, there's some stuff I like about it because it's, like, trade negotiations and all that. <laughs> it's, it's like, political science old man crap. Yeah. And yeah, it really is. I am – but I'm into that. So, like, now I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, they're playing a negotiation game and everything. I'm like, how the fuck did I like this when I was seven years old? Jar Jar. And Duel of the Fates. I was going to say, it was all about Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon. So they, they were so movie. cool. Yeah. And then they get better. Got, they get better as they move along, too. So, yeah. like, the sequels are better. Like, I wonder why... Okay, so they're bringing back... We already know that they've teased in the trailer for Episode Nine. They've teased the Emperor. I wonder how come they've never, like, pulled the trigger on bringing back Qui-Gon as, like, a Force ghost or something like that. I think that. he's going to be in this new series, this Obi-Wan. Mm. I think he's oh. going to Yeah, that would make sense. I He's got to teach. How else is Obi-Wan going to learn to do that? He's yeah. got to come back and teach him. Right. So I don't know how the whole Force Ghost things, uh, thing works. And if anybody does know, you know, tweet us, write us. I'm very curious, actually. Because do you have to have had direct contact with a Force Ghost in order I for them to haunt you? No clue at all. Right. Because, yeah, I know Yoda only showed up. In the last one, when Luke burned down the tree, or when the tree was blown up, uh, oh was, no, Yoda did that. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, Yoda did that. Yeah, so the the Force Ghost interacted with the real world, which I didn't think was. There's possible. also that theory that Luke was a Force Ghost the whole time in the Last Jedi. Right. I think I sent that to you. You did. Yeah, and, and I that, I that's incredibly intriguing. It is intriguing, but even just going based on what we know now, it's kind of weird. Like, how did everybody see him if he was a force ghost? Because it was my understanding that you could only be seen by the direct party that you're communicating with. And it takes great concentration and, and skill to get to that level. He was only interacting with Ray. Yeah. Throughout the entire oh, film. And then at the end, he has he does interact with multiple people. And that just shows why he's or how he's so incredibly powerful. That he can manifest like that. Why he dissipated? Like you have a, you have like well, a, a health it, meter. It killed him. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. that was. I mean, that was the implication. Yeah. Like either way, it, it depleted his energy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> either way, it just basically made him turn into dust or whatever. Uh, because yeah. he just he died. fucking away. Yeah, he yeah. gone. He gone. 
Yeah. So um, also, I'm not buying. Okay. Speaking of this Star Wars trail, Ray is not evil, guys. That's not. Yeah. That's not happening. There's if there's two scenarios here. Okay. Uh-huh. One, Ray. It, it's a Force vision. Like it's a vision that Ray or Ren, uh, Kylo Ren, or someone uh, someone is having. It's a it's a like this is what you could be or something like that. Or two, and I think this is a very likely scenario considering now we're dealing with the Emperor again, it's a fucking clone. Ooh. Rey is a clone. She has implanted memories. We're dealing with multiple clones here. Like, that's what this is. Like, what else could... I mean, they already have clones deeply established in this universe. Oh, boy. I don't know what they're going to do, man. You know, I can't, I almost can't wait until this is all over so we can finally know. Oh, no, it's fucking JJ. He's never going to tell us. I was going to say so we can finally know what the initial plan was. To be fair, to be, there, hmm. to be fair, uh, yeah. there's a, there's a <laughs> chance that they won't let JJ get away with as much of that because it's not his sandbox completely. Got to sell them behind the scenes. Bonus features, yo. I mean, yeah, I'm going to buy into it either way, but I don't know. I'm excited for it. Yeah. JJ is magic. I mean, this is the man that got R2-D2 into a Star Trek film as an Easter egg. Yeah. He's How? special. <laughs> I, really hope he, uh, I really hope he goes and works on DC films after this. Man. Imagine. Just imagine him making a Superman movie. How fucking good that would be. Oh. You know what? I am so glad you brought up Superman because this makes this transition super easy about this detail that I forgot earlier. Richard Donner, the yeah. man that directed the first Superman movie, yeah, directed Goonies, other films. Do you know where he cut his teeth? Mm, I don't remember where the fucking banana splits. He directed no. the first season of the 1968 banana. Splits I would not TV have guessed show. this. Okay. Yeah. I, dude, I looked at the credits cause I had to, okay. So what I did before I watched the movie, I watched, he directed a few and then he split. So I watched some YouTube videos of like the old banana splits, just trying to like set myself up so it could be like, Oh, this is twisted because they were so innocent and pure. No, that was still some freaky shit back then. But what I noticed when they were playing that tra la la song for the credits, Richard Donner's name pops up and I'm like, that can't be the (laughs) same Richard Donner. Nope, it is. It's the same Richard Donner. I mean, that's weird, but that's why, you know, a lot of those guys, I mean, tell they start in television, then they move into film. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, just like uh, the, the uh, Russos. Yeah. Oh. oh, yeah, that's super weird, by the way, because I'm rewatching Happy Endings. Did you ever watch oh, Happy yeah. Endings? I watched some of it oh, because you were telling me how show. good it was. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Love that show. It's pretty good. It I, gets better as it moves along, too. It's just like any show, it grows. It was cut off way too early. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you see the credits and you're like, Russo Brothers, wait a tick. And, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's produced by the Russo Brothers. Like, the Russo those guys. <laughs> and that's why I'm like, guys, you have all this power now. Bring it back. Bring it back. <laughs> yeah. I, you know what? That, that was rumored to come back, actually. I could see them coming back and just picking off, ex- picking up exactly where they left off. I, I don't see why they don't do it. It's it's yeah. such a great show. The, it's the cast. It's all about the cast. Um, they just got lucky. Had a really um, dynamic energy there 
and it was it was great. But you know, it's it's gone. That's okay. It'll be back in one way or another. Eh, nothing. These shows are rarely good coming back, so maybe <laughs> just let it let it be dead. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. So so before we get to Wall of Weird. I kind of want to address a story here that's somewhat wall of weird, just because okay. how how is this possible? So, and this kind of leads into graphic novel challenge too. So, why the last man? Yes, we are making a TV show of they why are. the last for FX. I'm very skeptical of this, but I'm going to keep an open mind because uh, this is my favorite series of all time. Now, Saga is giving it a run for its money, but Saga is only halfway done, so I can't know for sure. You know. So they're making a Why the Last Man TV show like they've already I think they're reshooting the pilot or something like that because they had a change of hands and people behind the scenes. Uh, but, yeah, they're they ordered the series. They're moving forward and they cast the monkey. And it's ampersand and it's the freaking monkey from Friends. It's the, <laughs> how is this monkey still alive? How is working monkey in Hollywood? That's How Marcel, right? Sa- yeah, Marcel. How is this monkey still alive? What That's is incredible. happening? You know, it's funny, too, because every time there's a monkey cast in something, they always go, hey, you know, it's that monkey from Friends. Like, it's really? Capuchin. Why are they keep putting in this, this same type of monkey? There's got to be other monkeys. <laughs> other types of monkeys, even. What about Nate? It- he got too big for friends. He had to leave the show. It's, it's got to be a capuchin though for Why the Last Man. So I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna cast Ampersand, it should be the one that can can handle the role. There you go. Oh, but I'm 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 worried about this show. Anyway, so I'm rereading Why the Last Man because I'm preparing for the show, and uh, I so I originally read them in the traditional trade paperback. Okay. Okay. I ended up selling that collection and buying the hardcovers for it. Man, I wanted to do that too, but I waited oh. too long. Yeah. And it is, it is uh, going from DVD to Blu-ray. It's so beautiful. That's cool. It's worth it. That's cool. It's worth backing yeah. up down or whatever. I think they have a like an absolute edition now. Of I like those because they always recolor them and they're like you know, yeah. just so. Huge. I love it so much that if I ever come across it used, like I might buy it, you know. Yeah, I mean, I never regret getting those uh, Sandman Absolute. Like those yep. were, I think, like they were the first big name uh, for Absolute books, and it, it just it was fun. Yeah, it was a good read. Yeah. Yeah, I'm reading that, and then I'm reading the boys because I watched the boys the show. Did you like the show? I thought it was okay. Oh, really? I was really into it. Yeah, I mean, okay, so I, I read The Boys uh, way back in the day because I was a, yeah. a big fan of his. Like, yeah, it was it's super it's super graphic, it's super dark. Yeah, I've it's read really a couple kind of a issues bummer. of the first yeah. volume. It's definitely yeah. dark. I actually think that the show makes it lighter in the it right does. ways. It's like for those that like read – kick-ass and saw the movie yeah and noticed how different it was in, yeah in, in both spirit and in uh in action yeah yeah it's kind of like the same thing yeah like it okay but i'll give boys a little bit more credit like it's it's done in such a way 
that it works better uh, as a TV show. Yeah. Like the beats that they go through and everything, the, the reveals, uh, some of the stuff that they take out, I kind of miss, you know, mm-hmm. and it, it, it kind of makes the story a little bit less plausible. I won't say exactly what it is because I, I know it's brand new and it just came is out. It, is it stuff that has been revealed on the show or is it stuff that like they is in the comic that might be future seasons? Because they are it's, they're already working on season two right now. Yeah, I think this is stuff that'll happen like second season. I don't want I don't even want to like allude to it because okay. it's not like a revelation. It's actually like just day to day how they gotcha. operate. Yeah. So if you know, you know. If you don't, then whatever. Okay. You'll 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 catch up. It's fine. Um one thing that I, I can talk about, because it's like in the first episode mm-hmm. and it's not like huge to the story, but they got rid of Butcher's dog. Like Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. That was kinda sad. Like I know people were looking forward to that. But the dog, to be fair, was kind of responsible for some raunchy stuff that happened in the book. So yeah, I, stuff that couldn't make it to TV. It's <laughs> the I I don't know how I feel about the book so far. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I'll keep reading it, but I am. I reading. gave up on it after a while, and it's weird because I I kind of want to know what's going to happen in the show, and I kind of uh-huh. don't. I have that I have that little bit of. I, I, should I keep reading? Should I not? I don't know. I think it's different enough from the book at this point that, you know, they can kind of forge their own way. Is, and I won't, we won't get into spoilers, but is Butcher's backstory the same in the comic? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is. That's yeah, what I was wondering. They, they didn't mess with that. Okay. Yeah, I don't know yet. I, have, I, I don't know how I feel about it. I know I really enjoyed the show, basically binged it, and I don't do that a lot. Yeah. Uh, two nights of watching it so yeah i was hooked i think the casting was phenomenal casting's great um the guy that plays wee huey is perfect mm-hmm. uh i, I like Do you know who he is got, um he looks familiar who is he he is the son of meg ryan and dennis quaid oh yeah oh yeah okay Jake, cool Jake quaid i think is his name <laughs> <laughs> well, good for him. He's a good actor, and he looks like his dad too. Like he that, does. That's the the familiar part. But yeah, Meg Ryan and Dennis Quaid had a baby, and that's that baby. <laughs> so yeah, they, they did a good job choosing him. Um, as you can see from the comic, uh, the casting looked like it was going to be a layup for um, what's his face, Carl Urban. From no, 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 the guy from uh, Shaun of the Dead. Oh, uh, oh, son of a bitch. Yeah. Uh, so he's contagious. Simon Pegg. Yeah. So Simon Pegg is what the character looks like in the comic book. Yeah. And so they had him play Wee Huey's dad. Yeah. In the, in the in the show. So that was a good. That was a kind of a cool like nod. They didn't have to do that, but they did. Especially yeah. For I like him being role. younger. You know, it yeah. seems from the book. Yeah. Huey seems younger because it makes sense. Some of the other stories um, yeah. related to it all make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's a it's a really interesting show. I I don't gravitate towards darker shows like that. That's usually not my thing. But for mm-hmm. some reason, it works. Maybe it's the the dark humor that kind of sells me. Yeah. It's not like the direct doom and gloom of you know Snyder doing. It. It's kind, <laughs> it's it's kind of almost like we're doing a parody of that. A little bit. Yeah, that makes sense. And I am kind of curious to see what they do with season two. Like I said, I'm going to stick with it. I wasn't that psyched about it when they were announcing it and everything. Oh, I, I had zero interest in it. 
Yeah, but a lot of people that I trust said it was good, and so I decided to give it a shot, and it's good. It's all right. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to season two. Yeah. Which will be here in a thousand years. I I hate waiting so long for these shows. I I wish they would have a – I mean, I would rather go week to week in like a normal schedule than than binge all of it and have to wait a year. They did something – with Sabrina the Teenage Witch, or, or Chilling Tales of Sabrina, rather, yeah. uh, where they, I don't know if it was the first season or rather if it was like two and three, yeah. but they filmed them at the same time. Yeah, that was such a smart move. Yeah. Why I mean, are that's they not great. doing that with other shows? Yeah, but sometimes it backfires. Like, did you know that they snuck out a third season of uh, 13 Reasons Why? <laughs> no, no. I had no idea. It's a third season of this show. I remember all the uproar about the second one and how it didn't make sense because, you know, you killed herself in the first season and they figured it out. What What do they have? A th- why three? Why three seasons? Why one season? That's my question. <laughs> yeah. Why even do this? Yeah. So it's it's odd. And it just popped up out of nowhere. Sometimes it works in your favor. Uh, like like Sabrina and like uh, Voltron seem to pop up out of nowhere as well. But yeah, sometimes it backfires like 13 Reasons Why. Yeah. Oh my gosh. They're already talking about season four in the no. article on Google. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, this just came out August 23rd, season three. Ugh. Yep. I have definitely talked about I do not care about that show. I think it's bad. Bad yeah. stuff. What, what's interesting is a lot of people agree with you, it, it seems, according to the reviews and stuff. Psychologists agree. <laughs> people uh, people love a train wreck, and they can't look away. I know. Yeah. Anywho, um, Wall of Weird. Yeah, Wall of Weird. All right. I've got a fun, fun story here, and it's timely um, because... It Chapter 2 is coming out soon, and I want to see it. Yes, so do I. I'm excited. I loved that first one. Yeah, very well done. <laughs> okay, so this is NJ.com. New Jersey is what it stands for. <laughs> .com. Okay. Okay, Pennywise the Clown floated into New Jersey woman's backyard. She burned it <laughs> and then slept with a knife. <laughs> okay. So Renee Jensen was enjoying a summer in... Uh, this is, by the way, by Amy Kuperninsky. Yeah, but right. before you even get started, I thought you said this is Wall of Weird, because that is a perfectly reasonable reaction to that situation. The weirdness <sighs> is... Okay, we'll get into it. All right. So she was enjoying a summer uh, Saturday uh, with her boyfriend, and she spotted something near the side gate. The object appeared to be airborne, headed straight for the yard. And she thought it was a bird that died midair or something like that. So so she looked down at the object and then jumped back. So it was a Pennywise the Clown. It was a stout cartoon version of the murderous clown, It, but Pennywise nonetheless. The plush character's mouth was reddened with fake blood. Oh, no. Adding to the mystery, some of the writing was scrawled in black on the doll's forehead. So she called her boyfriend over. uh, It was obviously a toy, but something just wasn't adding up. Uh, This goes over the history of that. So the sequel's coming out. 
I mean, I could see this being a, a weird marketing campaign type of thing. But oh man, yeah, because really I believe during the marketing of the first one, they they I kind of remember this, and somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but they were leaving like red. No, 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 no. I know exactly what it was. They were leaving standees in places, holding red balloons. Yeah. Where it was just the back of Charlie. Like, there was no right. front to it at all. Like, either side yeah, you looked I at it from, it was the back. Yeah. Or something like and that. They, and they were just leaving them in, in different places. Wow. Okay. And people were like, no, this is not cool. <laughs> so, so she's wondering the same thing. So she's read the book, and she's seen the miniseries, and she's seen the trailer for the upcoming sequel. Uh-huh. Uh, and it says, but after this Pennywise encounter, she's not sure about <laughs> seeing the new film. It says she wonders if someone set the Pennywise toy afloat as a promotion for the movie, perhaps by a drone, given the wow. way that it entered her backyard. Which, by the way, if if they did this as a promotion, that's really fucked up, and that's crossing a line. It is crossing it's a crossing line a because huge line. If she didn't agree to it, that's messed up. Well, not only that, but let's say it's like you know the uh, the weather balloon hoax or something like that and this lady's in on it right or something right i don't want to assume the worst about her at all but i mean either way either way you slice it this is a messed up promotion if it's a promotion yeah so yeah. where she lives is harrington park and it's just a quiet suburb and she lives off a country road and her home is surrounded by trees she Man. said it came at an angle and i just watched this thing it didn't hit a single tree and it went straight over cleared the gate and hit their pine branches and then hit the ground wow uh, nope. she only has one neighbor in the vicinity and they were not around at the time when pennywise entered the yard Gosh. even though even so there's this is the quote there's no way they could have launched the thing from their house which meaning her neighbor's house yeah uh, if you saw how many trees we have and this thing, where this thing came from, it made no sense at all. It didn't hit any of our trees until it was about to land on our gate. It looked like a dog toy, something they sell at Hot Topic or something. But it just floated. It floated. We all float That's down here. Fucking weird. So they called the cops. Uh, police officers showed up. Instead of laughing, uh, they told her... Uh, I'm sorry. Instead of laughing at Jensen and the found clown, they told her she wasn't wrong to report the incident. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> she said they were hysterical. They wouldn't touch it. They were creeped out by it, too. So, like, the Man. cops were creeped out by it, which, like, that's just... Yeah, so the cops didn't know what was going on. Didn't know what to do. Yeah. So the officer said, just get rid of it. And so she burned it. She set it on fire. Wow. Um, and so here's the thing. She's like, I'm burning the thing. She set about lighting up the toy, and it wouldn't ignite. Oh, gosh. Whoa, 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 whoa. Back up a second. Toys. Yeah, I was going to say, time out. That, is, that means it's a good toy. <laughs> yes, yeah. This is a normal thing. They do this for safety reasons. Yeah, yeah. Um, At first, I'm like, oh, God, the demon won't burn. She but had no. to use newspaper. Like yeah. as a as a starter, uh, she said it. It looked like weirdo occult satanic shit. And then uh, on, it says on Saturday night she slept with a knife and her bedroom door locked. But what did it say on the? Okay, so it has something written on his forehead. It looks like numbers. This is zero zero eight 
Yes. One, two? I wonder if that's like a coordinate or something. What does that mean? I don't know. I'm wondering if it wasn't part of like one of those weird scavenger hunts that people do sometimes. And... There's there's no there, there's no like explanation for those numbers. If anyone knows Ah sorry, dropped my phone. If anyone like knows what this means, if uh, if this story has developed in some way, let us know. Because let I know. I wanna know. Like I, I wanna, wanna know, know more. Too. <laughs> I wanna know more so I can like rule out you know, something really creepy. So. Well, what's funny to me is the creepy likely scenario for for me, uh-huh. the creepy scenario that could play out with this would be that it's a promotional thing, that they did this on purpose. That is the, the creepiest scenario in my mind, if that yeah. makes sense. That's just harassing some innocent pedestrian. Right. And that's the real life things that freak me out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No. Well, you know, this isn't. That's not unique as far as those type of promotions go. Like Capcom, in particular, is responsible for this. Years ago, um, they had this weird promotion for Resident Evil. One of them, I can't remember which one it was, mm-hmm. but they had um, in this outdoor shopping area, they had like a butcher who was selling meat that was shaped like human parts. No, 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 no. So like it was, it was pork or beef or something like that. But it was like, oh, it's a human foot. Oh, here's a hand. You know, my God, what is it? Was it looked like props you would see on Santa Clarita, basically. How on earth would you think that's a good idea? Exactly. Oh no, 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 no. Exactly. So veto. So that's that's not as bad as it gets, thankfully. But, you know, given the, the closeness of this film, I totally understand what you mean by, yeah, it seems like it could just be an elaborate ad campaign. It seems like it could be an elaborate prank, too. Yeah. I mean, it's a good prank, if if that's what someone did. <laughs> it depends on the person. Like, if you really have a phobia, that's not a good prank. If you're a little creeped out by if clowns... If you really and... have a phobia, it's the best prank. <laughs> It's the most effective prank. We'll, we'll uh, compromise there. Yeah. <laughs> so, man, yeah, that that is all a weird worthy for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Man. So um, don't do that to me, basically. I'm not doing uh, anything to you. No. no. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not a pranks person like that, really. <laughs> you know, I, I have a friend that um, in, in our circles he's referred to as Pranks Paul. He's the nicest guy. <laughs> He doesn't do any pranks. This is pranks, Paul. No pranks. That's so weird. I shook his hand. I'm like expecting a joy buzzer or something. He hosts uh, a Star Wars podcast. Um, I can't remember the name of it, so I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> but you know, no, we we've done a couple of like um, festivals together. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, he was in Nerdfest the year before. So okay. yeah, I mean, just a nice dude. But nice not, not a stuff. prank, not a prank person. Not not a pranker. Nope. Weird. Wonder how I got that name. <laughs> There's a tail there. That man there has is. a tail. I don't know him well enough to ask either, so that's kind of on me. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a punny name. It's Never Tell Me the Pods. That's the name of his podcast. Cool. Yeah. That is that is a punny name. Yeah, but no, they do good work. Cool. Yeah. 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 So I think that. That that yeah. pull of weird, that story. When I saw that, I was like, "This is it." That's the one. 
Yeah. Uh, it's 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 been a show. Let's circle back to our uh, graphic novel challenge. Yeah. Yeah. What you so, doing? Um, I while I was uh, on break, I chose a book that I got out at Collector's Paradise in North Hollywood uh, by their very high recommendation. After talking to them for a, a little while. Uh, it's a book called The Comic Book Story of Professional Wrestling. Mm-hmm. It's written by Aubrey Sitterson. Okay. Now, this is, um, <laughs> this is a very cool book. Uh, it, it's literally just a graphic history of wrestling, uh, both traditional and pro wrestling. Uh, it's by 10 Speed Press, uh, if you're looking for it, if you're trying to get it. And it's, um, it's very educational. <laughs> like it takes the subject very huh. seriously. Uh, we're, we're kind of, um, in a golden age of wrestling themed comics as far as it goes, you know, telling their history and stuff like that. Uh-huh. There was one recently that I read, I should I say recently, it's like a couple of years ago by Box Brown, uh, where he told the, uh, history of Andre the Giant. And man, that guy's lived an interesting life. Um, but yeah, this book in particular is not the newest. It came out in 2018 and I'd, I'd seen it around, but I never really had an opportunity to talk to anybody about the quality of it. Our work is fantastic. Uh, the storytelling is good. It's, it's done in a very lighthearted matter, uh, manner rather. Um, yeah, I, I can't recommend it enough. It's really good. That's so, cool. Yeah. The, the comic book history of professional wrestling. It doesn't give, um, one promotion more respected than the other. Like I said, it goes all the way back. So even before like WCW and WWF, now WWE, that sort of thing. Um, that's how far back it goes. So anyway, next up, I don't know what I'm going to pick yet. So okay. I'm going to post something yeah. on, uh, on our Instagram. Yeah. So everybody will know together. Yeah. I'm kind of <laughs> like, uh, uh, why the last man and the, and I'm kind of reading the boys. But mostly yeah. I'm into Wide Last Man right now. So yeah. that's, that's... I mean on the on the subtext kick I'm I'm still on my Ghostbusters uh <laughs> vibe, so that's still happening. But yeah, but mostly Yeah, busting them ghosts. You know, it's funny because when I did go to Collector's Paradise, they told me something odd about the whole IDW series that I've been uh very complimentary of, and that's a lot of the fans don't like IDW as a publisher because they feel like they don't give proper respect to these properties. So under their umbrella, they have Ghostbusters, they have uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, they have Transformers, and I think they still have G.I. Joe. But, but I haven't seen anything. But books have been really good. Well, they have been. However, the diehard fans uh, are really the only ones that are showing up for it. Same thing with uh, Ghostbusters. Okay. Like, I, since I got on my Ghostbusters kick, I've gone around looking for the hardcover collection like their omnibus hardcover volume two um i can't find it on ebay for less than 145 dollars oh lord no because it was so short printed and the ravenous fans are gonna want it what was the msrp on that like 40 it was like 40 yeah like i even first off i went on idw's website they were like yeah it's out of print talk to your local uh retailer about it Uh, so i talked to my local retailer about it talked to my not so local retailer about it Went on vacation, asked that retailer about it. Nobody's ever had it on their shelves. And I asked, I asked Terry from, um, uh, oh gosh, uh, I was going to say brainstorm, but brainstorm, rest in peace. I talked to Terry from Third Coast Comics about it. He's like, yeah, people don't really buy Ghostbusters comics. I was huh. surprised to hear that. 
you know, because I've got so many friends that are into Ghostbusters, and you know, we we both know guys that are very vocal about guy Ghostbusters and shit like that. Yeah. So why aren't they buying these comics? Huh. Why aren't they supporting the art that they claim to love? Oh, they just don't care. I think it might not be because of that, Matt. I oh. wonder if that's not the reason. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe so ask. Maybe ask Eric. He might know. I mean, because he gets. He's into a lot of that same stuff, so yeah, he might I mean, know of ways, but I don't know. He is one half of Turtle Soup, and they yeah. absolutely read the the IDW books. So I mean, yeah, he knows I'm, how to get his hands on like the most. Oh, of you're saying stuff. like as far as like tracking down that hardcover? Yeah, about. yeah, he might uh, okay. know of an avenue that maybe you haven't gone down yet, but I I don't know. That's yeah, that's weird. I'll have to I'll have to talk to him about that because yeah I yeah. I would like it for a decent price like I understand that it's hard to find it's rare that's ridiculous so you're gonna but... pay a little bit of an uptick but yeah 145 dollars I've seen it upwards of like 300 no way for like used on Amazon like that's how fervent people are about this thing absolutely it's incredible no. so while I'm reading that I mean I'll I'll gladly get it uh, through the paperback uh, collections or digitally. Yeah. Before I pay that much money, that's crazy, man. Yeah, that's too far. That's too much. Where it's not worth it. I mean, as much as I like, I'm with you on the physical copies and everything like that. There's a limit. Yeah. Well, yeah. So yeah. That so, covers it, I guess. <laughs> I guess that covers it. <laughs> we had a lot. We, you know, we took a week off and we had a lot to catch up on. Uh-huh. So. All right, folks, thank you for listening. If yep. you'd like to support us on Patreon, we'd sincerely appreciate it. We thank those that support us on a, a monthly basis already, and we hope that you continue to do so. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, Patrons, if, you're, if your Patreon rewards are a little bit late, it's because I'm in hurricane mode. Yeah, I think... I think I would keep that posted we'll, on. We'll accept stuff. that. Yeah. 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 If, so if anything like that happens, I'll, I'll post about it on Patreon and all that. So, yeah. Yeah. So we're working on we're working on stuff for you guys, and we're actively discussing what else we can do to show our appreciation yeah. to our patrons. We've got yeah. new stickers that are limited run. That if you sign up for the five dollar tier right now, you can get both the logo sticker and this other sticker. So yeah. Go on our so, Facebook or our, our social media. It's on our social media. You can go look at it, and yeah. then uh, it's on our Patreon as well. There are a few episodes where we were talking about movies and, you know, they were fairly recent. We kept saying, you know, pause it and watch it if you haven't. Mm-hmm. So I turned it into a sticker. It's kind of fun. It's the Blockbuster logo. Yeah, it's super cute. Did you get yours? Yeah. Did, did that come through? What? That, yours? What? Did you get yours yet? You know, I saw the scan uh, thanks to USPS, but I didn't get it yet. Okay. So it's it's still on the way. Okay, cool. That's good. Yeah. So. Yeah, so... Those are really cool. They, that's an exclusive we have going right now, like limited run type of deal. So if you want that support, I mean, you're supporting the show, but you can also right. get that cool exclusive swag. Of Very the, limited edition. Yeah. Once a, they're gone, a they're sticker gone. sticker logo plus the Blockbuster one right now. That's what we're that's right. at the moment. That's right. We love you guys, so we try to do special stuff like that. Yeah, and we kind of want to keep that going. Uh, I, I went in detail a little bit more on our Patreon page about our ideas for that. So yeah. you can go read about it. Keep the thank train. Patreon.com slash Lex and Matt. 
That's right. And if you want to check out any of our other social medias or just our website, go to lexandmattpod.com. We're happy to see you come by. Sit down. Stay a while. Kick your shoes off. Not your socks, though, because yeah, that's Don't gross. take your shoes off, either. I'm sorry. No. No? Okay. We're, we're a shoes-on household yeah. yes. here at Lex and Matt? Yes. Okay, cool. Absolutely. All right. <laughs> well, folks, I think we're out of gas. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, thank uh, you. Welcome. Welcome to the new listeners. Uh, for old listeners, sorry. Um, but thank you for coming back. <laughs> yeah, we deeply apologize for everything you've had to endure. Everything from All top to it. bottom. This is my official apology. Yeah. All right, folks. Thanks for listening. As always, I'm Matt Peters. I'm Lex Lutz. Say the thing, Lex. Be excellent to each other. Yeah. Good night, everybody. Bye.